0: I was like man i hate kids that rev at meets sure enough i go to a meet in the 34 i start revving but it's <laughs> understanding there's a time and a place yeah like i'm not going to the local meet that you like you small time not small time you bro you put all your heart and soul asking the the, the this business can i use your parking lot i'm not about to come f- up your shit. that's not nice but there's places where you see like all right if this supercar is revving I'm a rev yeah. just a little bit. I got a little, little go juice in me. I start revving and all that shit, but it's like it's like out of a movie, bro. You pull up, start revving. Yo, what's up, man? Yeah. How's it going? Whoop-de-whoop. Man, that shit tight. blah blah But it's like, but that's the time and the place and understanding that. And if these drivers understood, you got to be out here with the people. You can't just drive from the comforts of your track, go back home, kiss your wife and kids. Like, no, nah, you want these people to like you? You got to be with the people.
1: welcome back to Gohar podcast I'm your host Noel I'm
2: your co-host Michel Team Billy
1: hey man we got another banger for y'all guys we're here
2: we outside we are a special guest right here man he we outside but we stay inside because it's still cold in here and the Callness we got the bad. little
1: fire heater in we the back
2: fire station all the green screen in there. <laughs> we staying outside man let's give it up for
1: King anytime man yes
2: sir thank you so much woo, woo, woo. thank what?
0: you thank you for having me gentlemen it's a pleasure an honor of course, and a pleasure and an honor <laughs> to be here. Of course, here. course. <laughs> like the audience, yeah, the audience in the background, we yeah. got like oh, yeah, man. you know twenty
1: guests, man. Y'all holding it down, they holding here. it down for us. For yeah. sure, yeah. Hey, we seen your car outside. Thank you, thank you. Nice, thank you. Nice car,
0: appreciate it. Is it completed? Not completed, or? bro. I'm gonna throw that car away. I, every time I, I, since I've been driving it, if something breaks every time. Went through two diffs last weekend. A surge Jeez. tank. But it's the name of the game, you know, like you can't you can't want to do car shit and then have car shit happen and then be sad about it. But it just happens. My shit break when I'm done, which is cool. So I'll take it.
1: Give us a little bit about your background, man.
0: Background. As far as the
1: racing and, you know, cars, when you get introduced to cars.
0: I got into so long story short, grew up. Grandfather had a 57 Thunderbird on my my mom's side. On My dad's on my correction, my dad's side. Grandfather had a 57 Thunderbird. My dad grew up having Corvettes as a kid and motorcycles. When I say Corvettes as a kid, my I won't lie, my grandfather and grandmother were very fortunate to have jobs where they can afford these kind of things for him. Mm. So my grandmother worked at the State Building downtown as a secretary. My grandfather worked at the Vandy Cap factory. He was the manager of that. So they had a nice little house, all that. But my dad, being young in the early 70s, in the late 70s, early 80s, you know, playing around with that magic dust and that all that mm. shit, <laughs> Unfortunately, he fell victim to that. And then um, he tried, I'll I'll, I'll admit it, my dad wasn't a bad dude. It was just the fact that he had his illnesses. So he's schizophrenic, bipolar, and then being on the pookie don't help. So growing up with somebody that you look up to is hard because you realize, like, this is my dad. Oh, gotcha. And then at the same time, you're like, damn, this this dude kind of like, he ain't right. He ain't like the homie's dad. Like the homie, da, hey, man, little dude, what's up? Yeah. The dad yeah, yeah. out down the street talking to himself, looking at birds and shit. But then, uh, pretty much, he worked at Sears for a little sp- span of his life, always was in a garage tinkering with something. My grandfather was always in a garage before he passed away. Then um, there was that brief absence. He wasn't there. My grandmother. Tried the best she could to raise me. So she bought me a lot of racing games. I say the first legitimate racing game I had was uh, Super Mario Kart on Nintendo, Super okay, Nintendo. Okay. Then from there, we moved on to Twisted Metals. And then from there, we get to the test drives and then the grand uh, be all, good all, the Gran Turismo. So when I was a younger man, I'll never forget, I was in a. No fourth, need for speed? No, we no, I had a need for speed. I didn't have the real need for speeds like Hot Pursuit. My grandmother got me Need for Speed Off Road. Clearance. Yeah, all the clearance stuff. I ain't going to be mad. Granny was like, hey, we're going to get yeah. you you But then the hard part, Granny never got me the memory card. So I'd have Ooh. to I'd have to play a lot of games and leave this. Leave my PlayStation on. But the cool thing was she came through. She never neglected. She was just understanding we were living off food stamps, her social security checks, and whatever little side hustles she has. So she'd do like home, like, you know, little uh, you lick envelopes and you mail shit like that for like yeah. a company. We'd do that. I'd sit there and help her with that or I'd go around the neighborhood, helping neighbors pull weeds for like $5 or something, learning like hard work, you know what I'm saying? She's like, you just gotta do it. We need to help, It's you not little. You know, you, we gotta feed you somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, also, when my dad was around, we would go to Crenshaw on Sundays. Crenshaw on Sundays, all down by the Wiener so just like you see it in them boys in the hood, low riders everywhere. Hi. Good. This motherfucker packed fucking early. Hey, I'm finna go
2: ahead and put some
0: uh, on that in the Tell a wrap on that I'm finna I'm finna I'm finna I want to, I ain't gonna say I am, I want to. By July, I'm going buy me something ready. Just nice. watching them hop. That was the best thing. Like, those, like, the, all the core memories was the tight shit, seeing people hop. And I remember we would drive down the street and I'd be looking out the window of my dad's Cadillac, like, oh man, what's that? Yeah, yeah. they start hopping while you drive. And I'm like, bro, like, I wish I could, like, go on time and, like, record the shit, but they still do it, which is cool. You figure I grew up in the, the late 90s. So that's where all my, my memories come from. And then, like I said, my grandma got me the Grand Trismo, fourth grade. I never forget. I first got it, Pizza Hut demo disc. We order pizza. I'm watching Happy Gilmore on TV on Channel Seven <laughs> with my grandma on ABC. I was like, "Grandma, I'm hungry." What can we? She's like, "What you want to get?" I was like, "Can I get a stuffed crust pizza?" No, damn well it came with a demo disc. Get the demo <laughs> disc. Pop that motherfucker in, and next thing I'm know, like, "Yo," because you know you playing Need for Speed. They only yeah. had like tight cars, like super cars. You played off-road games. They got trucks. You play like um, what's that? That one game uh, on Nintendo 64. I can't think of it. It's like they look future. I can't, uh, I can't think of it right now. It's like, when you remember when you double tap the pedal, like cruising USA okay, type pretty, shit. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. And then I got Grand Turismo and I was like, whoa, these cars look hella real to me. So I think it was like an NSX, uh, 30th anniversary or 20th anniversary C4 Corvette. And then you could play with one other like European car. And then when my grandma was like, uh, the way I ended up getting the game, got a good score on my test. And uh, math, math was my weak, my weak point in school. She's like, you know what? You got an A. We are gonna go down to the, to the Sears or the, to the Crenshaw Mall and get you something. We go roll roll down to the Crenshaw Mall, go to KB Toys, and I was like, she's like, what you want? I was like, y'all got Grand And He pulls it, you know, when they have the video games on the back wall, yeah, he yeah. pulls it off, and he hands it to me. And she's like, well, let me check the rating. And she's like, all right, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. i remember When the rating system, she was like, her friends was like, you should take, you should check Little Gary's games. It makes Grandma took my Twisted Metal. I was hot. She said, can't play this too, Grandma. By when I'm 13, PS2 already came out, but yeah. it didn't matter. I snuck in there yeah. and took it. But um, got the Gran Turismo, changed my life. And then that's where I got introduced to Skylines and all these JDM cars. And i never forget, I went up to my grandmother and I was like, yo, I want a Skyline. She's like, how much a Skyline costs? I said, 50,000 CR. She's like, I don't know how much that costs, but I'm sure you'll get one one day. Yeah. I've, had, I've had multiple Skylines now, but the coolest nice. thing I guess I could share is... Before my grandmother passed away and she got she developed dementia, she forgot who I was. She forgot my name and everything. But when I got my first R32 Skyline, I was like, Grandma, I got a Skyline. And she said something like, like fucking in my soul. She was like, I knew you would get it. And I was like, damn, this old lady. Don't damn. remember my name. <laughs> don't know where she at. But she said that. I was like, bet. And, and the then closet. from. Damn. Yeah. Damn. yeah. Damn, man. So here I am. This The shitty thing is she's not here no more. She passed away literally 10 years ago. But it's like one of those I always think about. I'm like Granny up there holding it down, and I'm gonna hold it down for you. Just make sure like I don't act too much a fool on the internet
3: yeah,
1: yeah, for Grandma.
0: Yeah. So from there, um, before I got my first Skyline out of high school, I got a Subaru WRX STI, a 2004 Blabi in a obstinate black. I never forget. I told my um, I worked two jobs. I was working at a computer store, and I was working at the airport loading bags for Mexicana. And for like three months straight working like eight hours a day, saved up money, went down to South Coast, Mitsubishi, fucking got a Subaru. And from there, it was like the end of fucking, I stopped riding BMX, was solely in the cars. I was like, cars are tight. But that was before, like that was just me going to car meets, watching street racing. What what year was that? That I got that car? That was 2008. 2008, I got that car. So in 2008, I was 18, 19, so fresh out of high school that whole summer I worked, didn't have a car, was catching a bus still riding, riding my BMX bike to the bus stop, putting it on, getting it off. Then I got like a little Honda CRV, elevated my uh motion. You feel me? was no more, no more riding BMX bikes. Yeah. Girls started to take me seriously, but I was still in that mind frame. I was like, fuck pussy. I want this car. Yeah, That's yeah. the only thing I care <laughs> about right now. It's like this car. And not being musty. (laughs) Those are the two things I was focused on because my grandma, you know, like when you you grow up with your parents, you got three options. You can either get a job, get the fuck out my house or join the military. Uh, I wanted to join the military, but the the dude from the Air Force came to the house. He was like, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. You should probably join the army with these kind of scores because I wasn't feeling it. I was like, bro, like I've never been the kind of person to sit down and like study and write some shit out and be like real like analytical like bro i did not do good in school i had a 2.5 grade point average but i excelled at pe and <laughs> i excelled at like mobile mechanics which was in our in the high school yeah, you could like i do yeah, yeah pretty much so we did that that was the shit i know how to like i know how to work with my hands worked yeah. in a bike shop all that shit so um here we are with cars many years later which is crazy to think because it was like in 2008 also watching the first Jim gymkhana and I never forget, like my boys, we were sitting there and I got a MySpace notification in my email, my people PC email. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Checked it out and I was like, yo, he got a Subaru. <laughs> I got a Subaru. I could probably do this wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> Fucked my shit up, hit a curve. <laughs> Thought I was being that, being Mr. Block. And uh it's crazy to think that I work at a company that he started. Wow. Uh, oh, and wow. So it's like full circle, because what I tell people is, and not to get thrown off track, my life feels like career mode. It literally starts at Medea's movie, then we get into some, like, Fast and the Furious type shit, and then you move on to, like, the next stage of the movie where it's like, all right, you ain't no street kid no more, like, you really doing this. Real do, yeah. Because I, I won't lie, I used to go to, like, back in the day, I used to go to takeovers and do all this shit, but that's what MySpace was around. Bro, the Sidekick 3 was hot. <laughs> yeah, the Sidekick. So like that, not to age, not to age myself. We would be like yeah. AOL Instant Messenger. A, what you doing, yeah. nigga? I'm at work trying to get this money. I'm broke. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, but the culture also was back then different. Like this, was, and this is what I told at the sideshow or with sideshows or takeover kids was there wasn't no internet back then. So the sense of respect was there.
3: Yeah, there
0: was no there was no who had bars. I never forget because we'd stand. It's the same shit you kind of see now, but people were smart. Kids weren't standing in the street. When the cops came, you left, and then you had an understanding was we have, like, the cops would kind of low-key give us a window of operation. Mm. It would be from, like, I got off of work at 12.30 at night, so it'd be like 1 o'clock to 2.30 in the morning, all on Crenshaw down from Hawthorne all the way up to pretty much Crenshaw and Adams. But we would congregate like where the, I can't think of the street, but it's like, it's where the social security building is. And there's like a wig building there. And i never forget the first time I went, I saw this dude name. We called him the King of the Shaw. He had a Dodge Magnum in silver. And that man did figure eights with the, damn between the islands. So, you know, you have the shit where you dip in to turn left. He would do it like in between that. And the dude would what do the- was spitting flame like, cause I ain't never seen nothing like this. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? He like shooting flames, and I'm like, what? How, we, how do you do it? Blah, 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 and just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we're and we're sitting here. This is before flame maps, before yeah. all that shit became cool. it's just a dude. He looked, I kid you not. And he was there every Saturday. We was there every Saturday. Had braids. He looked like Slim Thug. And I kid you, he be <laughs> he be hanging out the window, swinging his shit, and we were like, yeah, yeah. This shit tight. Yeah. And then I tried to do it in my Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> and I never forget. I was in front of the wiener schnitzel, right? And I was, they was like, my homie was like, hey, you gotta go do it. Mind you, this whole time I just been practicing in the parking lot. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> and like I do it, and then there's traffic coming. And that's traffic, and I, I kid you not, there's traffic, I'm like, ah. And then, like, the car comes, and then I, and I'm and i like, bro, I'm about to hit this car. And the car grips up, and then we just go straight at the same time. Damn. Word. But then this is the kicker. My big homie, I Dennis Mitchum, if you watch Dennis Mitchum Jr., if you're watching this, I give my life to this man. He came up to me. He was like, hey, G, I heard you was over there fucking in the streets. I was like, yeah, man, did you hear? That shit tight. He's like, no, nigga, that shit ain't tight. I was like, huh? But this was like the realization. He had this real homie yeah. talk. He was like, bro, you over here... Fucking off your car and ain't even your car. It's the bank's car. Mm, you think them funky little dick niggas care if you crash your shit and you wrap rough, your shit around a pole? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm young. I'm like, bro, ain't trying to hear this shit. He grabs me. <laughs> He's like, nigga, you need to listen. Like, you gonna fuck your shit off and then what you gonna do? Your grandma ain't here. She, but well, she's alive. But she's in a nursing home. Right. She ain't here to save you. Your aunt Audrey ain't here to save you. What the fuck you gonna do? And I was like, man, whatever. Like, I ain't trying to hear this, bro. But Sure enough, I went out that next Saturday thinking, you know, I'm grown, seeing a nigga in a Camaro wrap his shit around a pole in front of Jack in a Box, right on Crenshaw, across the street from the liquor ba- from the liquor bank. It was a catfish, the catfish Camaro. So it was like 2001 SS. I never forget. Oh man's dear. car was backed into a pole with the pole on top of the car. Damn. He's sitting on the sidewalk like this. Damn, he hurt. And sure enough, and I was like, that's. And I was like, bro. I went to him I was like, Pops, I called him Pops. Pops, I ain't going to lie. I went again. I didn't do nothing, but you was right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's the way I bring it to the kids is, mind you, back then there was no phones. When you fucked your shit up, it's kind of like you fled the scene. Now when kids do shit, they get smacked. And it's just like he said, nobody going to help you. If you ever notice in the takeovers, everybody recording. Oh, my everybody God. Reco- I've seen takeovers, kids getting mollywhopped, shotguns fired off, shootouts in the middle of the street, old white dudes getting dragged. And nobody helped. They'd be like, damn, yep. damn, look at my Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'd be like, there's no humility. Yep. It's 30 people here. Y'all could at least lift the quarter panels up. Fuck this car. Yeah. Y'all could do y'all insurance claims later. I'm sure you got a big homie that worked down the street that can do yeah. all this. And as a realization is, I don't, I'm don't. i not mad at kids doing this shit. They're kids. They don't know nothing. They haven't mentally developed to understand that this shit's wrong. Yep. When you're young, all you think about is you. You don't care about your mom. You don't care about your dad. All you care about—I hate to say—pussy money in your car,
1: yeah,
0: or whatever you like is what you like. And when you when I see these kids, I'm like, I understand. It's the thrill. Ain't nothing like when you doing something and a bird pull a spotlight on you. You feel like the king. Like yeah. you're like, yeah, look at me, king anytime. That's right. You like, yeah, I got the <laughs> bird looking at me, and everybody like the birds looking at you. <laughs> the birds looking at you. But for these kids. They don't have a correlation of, of sense. Yeah. Like Mike Tyson say, everybody want to talk shit till they get punched in the face. A lot of these kids ain't got banged on. A lot of these kids ain't got packed out. Ain't none of them got jumped. Luckily, I ain't never got jumped. I ain't never got packed out because I was always large in my life. The thing that always saved me was I was always kind of funny and different. Or as the the hood dudes, this nigga weird. That's the number. One, that's, the, that's the number one dude. Hood would hood dudes niggas would say. Because I never forget when I brought my Subaru to the to oh the whatever. They was like, "What's this weirdo Japanese Mexican car you got?" <laughs> I never I never forget the first time I got my Subaru. I took a girl named out Laniqua. I can't make this up. She said, "Ugh, nigga, why your car sneezing?" I said, <laughs> <laughs> "I said this a blow off valve." <laughs> <laughs> Went to Taco Bell, never talked to her ever since. Oh and I was my like, and she called me. She said, you still got that weird Mexican car? I said, bitch, bye. I ain't got time for this. But- They're like, now nah, it whines. Nah. Yeah, it, it, bro, now, yep, yeah, it do. You can barely hear it. That car too fucking loud,
3: bro. Not too loud.
0: <laughs> but the cool thing is, it's like all that matured me to be here. Yeah. And all that learning steps, because they call me Ken Black back in the day. When I was younger, I go to this one shop Was so Ken Black's here. Because I had a Subaru. He had a Subaru. Yeah. It only made sense. And I didn't take no offense. It felt like an honor. Like, you know, like, damn, I'm I'm yeah, accepted. Yeah. But now being here, being able to work with Ken, seeing how, like, shit operates now it's way different. Because it's like, face value, you watch a video. But you don't know what it takes to go on a video. Nobody knows there's people here helping you all They don't know there's lights. They don't know, right. they don't know the cost of all of this, the production side. Now I see the production. Now I understand deliverables. Now I understand what it takes to make a good video. Like people, for example, I'm going to just say clear in the air right now. People's like, oh, Will Pro's ball Hoonigan. Y'all sold out. I'm going to put it like this. How much you think it costs to shut down a city? How much do you really think it costs to pull a film permit to do donuts around shit? Yeah. And people don't equate that. So the way the reason why I get pissed, I don't get pissed off, I get upset because I'm passionate about my job. You feel me? This ain't a normal job. You can't just apply to work here. You kind of gotta like be accepted. Like when I when I first the way I got into Hoonigan, I met Brian Scotto and Kim Block at the donut garage back in twenty seventeen. I went to. I was waiting for my homegirl. We were going to, what's that thing called? Long Beach Grand Prix. Okay. Going to Long Beach Grand Prix. Uh, the homie radio. The homie who wasn't the homie at the time, but the dude was like, "Hey, Kim Block and Brian Scott was gonna show." I'm like, "Who the fuck is Brian Scott?" <laughs> I know Kim Block, and I had my R33 at the time, so I parked. I was just parked there. Ken blocks with his kids looking at the car, he gives me that. All right, cool, look, cool looking car. And Scotto comes up to me just chopping up. So, what kind of car is this? And I'm like, Oh, it's the skyline. This, but he knows, but he's just he's just vibing yeah, it out. Yeah. We just like how we just talking right now. We just talking, and then he's like, You got what's your information, bro? I want to take your whoopty, whoop, whoop, exchange Instagram, exchange phone numbers. I'm at home playing Dragon Ball Z Fighters, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I get like notifications on, get Brian Scotto DM. I was like, Well, hey, he's like, Hey man, like your vibe. You seem like a cool dude. How would you like to work here? And I was like, huh? Like, who hoonigan? At the time, like, I don't know what y'all... Like, I watch the videos, but I don't... I'm not watching the videos. What what year is this? This is 2017. 2017. 2017 2017. 2017, this happens. So at the time, I'm working at Northrop Grumman building F-35s. We're left-handed Weapons Bay Electrician, like, legit building, like, fighter jets. Yeah. And I'm standing here like, so you ever just have, like, an epiphany... Like, I'm standing here. I went to school for this. I'm thinking about all the times I struggled when I worked at Home Depot, when my bitch-ass manager, like, he was like, where are my carts at? And I was like, what? Your yeah, carts? Yeah. Get my fucking carts. Thinking about all that shit, like, all that shit. Some T-Pain, like, you know,
1: some T-Pain shit. Some yeah. Thing,
0: yeah, some real, like, bro, fuck everybody. Yeah. But I had an epiphany, like, do I want to work in a factory my whole life? Building them planes because I was on a generational program which means like my kids could work here and I could retire like work with my son if I ever had a kid or son or daughter and I was like I can't do this like there's got to be something better for me like bro I watch wrestling all I do all day is quote wrestling but luckily that came along and then um the first job interview it was him and then and he was like so what do you like to do I was like jack off eat pizza and watch Dragon Ball Z <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's literally what he asked I was just being up front and it was just like all right I think you might be a good fit here. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of months, like a year, literally a year goes by. And then um started hanging out with Van. We was riding BMX. And he was like, hey, you ever considered like working here? And like, I was like, Scott will talk to me a long time ago. He's like, come do a build breakdown and just hang out. Did the build breakdown when I brought the 33. I wore a little Dragon Ball Z shit underneath because mm-hmm. it gave me a little confidence and shit. But And then that happened and here we are. Damn.
2: Yeah. Damn. I've been working here for years and for Hoonigan for years.
0: Off and, off and on since 2018, but like this last last year since like the, the acquisition happened, it's been like a full year and some change. So like I definitely say the cool side and getting back to us saying the Will Pro side, when they bought Hoonigan, it was the understanding like we have you back full time to help us make content. Right. You know what I'm saying? The dudes that are here now, they've been here for a long time. So they're used to seeing shit. For me, it's like, bro, I get excited every time I see a puppy. Yeah. And I'm a grown-ass man. But for them, they's like, imagine for the last 10 years of your life, all you've seen is supercars, fast-ass cars, jumping Miatas, and doing shit like that becomes normal to you. Yeah, Like, just like when I was in aerospace, I was like, bro, look at all these fighter jets. And then it just became, oh, here's another unit. Here's another unit. But for me, with cars, I never get bored of cars. I like to meet the people. I could give a... Care less what the fuck you drive. You like I've met people who could buy me out. Like when I, they could change, like it literally be like, buy, I could buy you probably. You sure. can really, you can really just be like, you know what, how much? like here's, here's a million, like do some shit like, nah, like some shit like that. <laughs> but, and then I've met just normal people like you that just look <laughs> like low key dudes. Yeah. There'd be the low key dudes like you that just pull up in a young Ford, 10 speed coyote swap supercharged. but like, it casually makes <laughs> 1200 horsepower. I'm like casually. <laughs> and it just sound like a normal work truck to motherfuckers scooters route. And you are like, <laughs> and I'll be it's sitting like, here like damn and they be like, do you want to drive it no I don't like drive bro 1200 horse no I'm okay but the parallel is every person I've met on this versus that is a character yeah and I like I like to know their story of what they do with their car a lot of dudes street race and I respect street racing hands down back in the day and this is the kids who street race now I don't think there's a there's not a level of respect you lose you lose give them your money yeah. Don't sit here and argue. Don't say you jump. A chase is a race. Like being on this versus that, and seeing people get heated. Real street racers getting heated. Mind you, they just racing for free for fun on a yeah, no prep yeah. surface. Yeah. So you know, at home they about the business. Like I see some of these dudes come, you'd be like, they're thirty dudes deep, thirty dudes Word. deep, and they just be standing on the sideline like this. So like for example, I'll give you a good the Honda's versus hater series. Okay. The um I'm not gonna say item B B whatever the dude's name, a little Arabian dude, I'm gonna say, with a Civic, was racing some other dude, and they was getting into it. They was like, they was like butting heads. And then it got to the point where their where teams is talking shit like, where's your shit? Where's your shit? I'm just standing here like, I don't like conflict. It's <laughs> weird as it sounds, I used to be a bouncer, and I don't like conflict. So I'm a very, I'm patting the like, A, because the one thing is I got the art hard strength. You feel me? Like you ain't going out, like as much as you fight, like nah, like people throw punches, I catch a punch like, Hey, man, you got to cut that out. And they look at me like, what the fuck? Did you just get like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's like shh, shh, yeah. stop, son. Like, that's the other way. Look around. Don't, don't talk. Don't talk because I don't. What people don't understand about our tart strength, if I can, I don't know how to say it, is there's no fathom of how strong or how not strong you are. I could get hyped up and bench press three plates right now. Yeah. Or I might be able to barely throw up a bar. But when the heat of the moment, like. I got to be that guy. And these dudes is like, yo, man, what's up? What's happening? And I tell, there's two types of people that fight. People who poke their chest out <laughs> like this, and they rah, 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 rah. And then there's people that just stand like this. You got to watch out for the people that stand like this, because the first thing they do is this, separation, desperation. That's <laughs> it. And then watch it. My, my rule is, if I've got to stand a rule, I'm going to let them fight. Yeah. Whoever hit the ground first, then I got to stop it. But if they just throwing hands, I'm like... Yeah. But that hasn't happened yet. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't let that happen. Cause yeah. you, I I don't want to sound like this guy. You on my show. I'm not about to let you box this dude because you got an ego. Yeah. So I stopped like, hey, I could be like, I just I was like, man, they y'all yelling yelling. Y'all gotta cut this shit out right fucking now. Y'all ain't here for this bullshit. If you want to do that street shit, the streets right there. Yeah. I ain't got time for this. I'm getting paid and y'all not. So what's happening? And I'm like, oh, he right. I was like, yeah, 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 I am right. Y'all niggas get back to racing. And I, <laughs> and I looked at my boy Jolly, and I was like, I got the power. And he was like, bro, you okay? But it's just the fact that you stand here, and it's like, bro, you got grown-ass men listening to you. Like, yeah. But, I got mind control over Debo now, <laughs> but it's it's like crazy. It. Bro, I'm almost, like that meme. I didn't know if he was going to do it, but I didn't want to be the first person to find out if it was really going to happen. And that's, and that's the cool thing. Yeah. And then now we, yet again, now we here. Yeah. Now now we here. And the crazy thing is now that Ken is gone, Will Pro's own tune again, the cool thing is people don't know. Like, behind the, behind the smoke and mirrors, they want what we want. I'm sure people have heard, Hertz has gone, Brian Scotto's left, uh, certain people have gone. But the consensus is, we're not trying to run your company. We just want to help you out so you can help us out. And when I say that, like when I'm going to an event, they're like, you need gas money? You, get, you need entry to the event? I'm like, well, excuse me? Like, yeah, you got a place to stay? I'm like, what you mean do I got a place to stay? I was going to bum it on the homie couch. Like, nah, you with us now. You don't have to do that no more. You Whatever you need, we want to make sure you're comfortable. So when you're out there doing whatever you got to do, you're performing to the best of your ability. Right. Whether it be talking shit, just standing there or just even driving, like that's, that's the cool thing that they got my back. But also at the same time for the content side of Hoonigan, it's to understanding like, we not trying to change y'all shit. And people stay, sit here and be like, y'all sold out, y'all do this, y'all do that. Like I say, where you think, where you think Electricana came from? Yeah, You think Audi just was like, hey, here's a car, do some shit. Right. Like, no, nah, there's, there's money behind everything. And I much rather have a brand that sells parts and wheels than be selling dick pills, be selling random VPN fucking web browsers, yeah. be selling random ass meals to people who can't eat regular food every day. Yeah. And that's what people don't think about. Like if you look at everybody in this atmosphere of automotive content, the end the end game is to make money. Like there's a certain part where there's a couple years where I did that shit for free, where I worked for Hoonigan for for no money and just t-shirts. Damn. There's certain times where I was just standing out there selling Dollar Shave Club, hustling, being the dude at the kiosk. Hey, let me clean your shoe. Yeah. Let me clean your shoe. Yeah. Let me tell you about it. But nobody yeah. nobody thinks about that. Yeah. All they think is you automatically get in. Like I had, like I I, had, And that was the thing. They called me Icarus because I flew too close to the sun. And then I was like, yeah, I got this. And they're like, Nah, nigga, you don't. Yeah. And then you got to start back at the bottom. Then you start back up. And that's the level of trust with these companies. And the cool thing is it took me a long time to learn that just because what you see on video ain't what you see in real life yeah. like this is production there's like there's a time to have fun but then there's has to be a way to make the money for the fun right and and that's just is what it is
1: when did you get the the r34
0: i uh, got this in 2021 from the same guy that sold me my homie that sold me the first green r33 i had wow
1: so this your fourth thirty
0: four first first coupe okay yes
1: First coupe, and then the other ones were four doors. The other ones
0: were four doors, and then I've had the left. So pretty much I only have, as of right now, two-door 34. No, four-door 34, That's that black shell you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The green 34 with the LS, and then I got the green 33 GTR. Why LS? Long story short, grandfather's house burned down with a C5 Corvette in it. Um, Took the Corvette. My uncle convinced him, like, hey, just give him the Corvette. He ain't... Insurance gonna take it Like he gave it to me Little did he know He don't know shit About the internet He 82 Take the engine out Go to CPR Have him rebuild it And then put it in my R34 Perfectly running Had AC and heat And I did it for him I was, nice. I was able to show the car Because me and my grandfather Weren't really close growing up Because he lived in Ontario I lived in LA So it's like A smooth 45 minutes Without traffic So you imagine traffic that ain't going to work. Yeah. So as an adult, I like learned, to be like, it's not your grandfather's fault. This is just a victim of circumstance. Like, he far, you far. Your grandma can't drive, so she ain't going to take you out there. Right. So as we did the build and, like, I got closer with my grandfather, hanging out with him more and more. And it's like, bro, every every time he called me, he's like, hey, can you come over here real quick? I'll come over there. I'm like, what's up, Grandpa? The TV don't work. Bro, oh. You know old people. Grandpa did... Did you did you tap this button? Oh shucks! But I'm like he's like, man, you so smart. You should work be at MIT. Like all I did was pick up a sound bar. I, this shit ain't complicated. But 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 the cool thing is it's like even though he lost his Corvette, like it lives on in my car, and he even seen it with the supercharger. I wanted to take it for a ride in the supercharger, but that car, I'm gonna be honest, is way too much car for me. That shit scares me. Even though like I say, it's it's 700 horsepower. But people don't realize It's a 700 horsepower raw car Yeah And what people don't understand Like for example like It don't weigh nothing It, do, it don't have nothing It's just you in the car So when <laughs> yeah. I'm in it Like
3: I'm like ah! Ah!
0: Yeah. it spin first through fifth, and it's six speeds. And i be spinning and I'll be gliding, and I'll be like, oh shit. Yeah. But you just, like, I'll be in it. Like, Maybe if you I, dancing met, on the- that's all I'll be doing. Like, It'd be like this, and I'll be like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and I just, but it, but you just, you just got to trust it. And yeah. the way I explain it is, it ain't, when you build cars like this, when you build trucks, with whatever you build that's a swap that wasn't meant to be in there, some goofy shit gonna happen. Yeah. And people don't understand that. And the kids don't understand that. But oh, bro, I got a 700 horsepower scat. Bro, yo, scat come stock 700 horsepower. <laughs> whatever the fuck, I've driven scats, Hellcats, jetpacks, backpacks, whatever the <laughs> fuck you wanna call them. And when you drive them, there's a certain level of error the factory has put in there for you. ABS, fucking anti-collision, anti-dumb motherfucking mode. <laughs> and what all them like, like I've driven like mode, yeah. yeah, all that. I hold the button the traction control for about 13 and a half seconds. That motherfucking dance, but it floats. Yeah. And but with this mother dance, it you gotta dance back. It ain't no like, okay, I'm gonna do what nah, you gotta be like in it. Ain't no, once you get out of it, it might snap and it might like, bro. I never Man. forget the first time. Bone stock, I got a diff. I was like, yeah, I know how to drift. Clutch kicked in the freeway, on ramp, on the <laughs> rain. That motherfucker said zap. And I Ooh. was like sideways looking at the wall. I was like, bro, you stupid. And then it zapped the other way. <laughs> and then I'm like, damn, two times you're going to be this stupid. And then the car straightened out and was like, yeah, you like that, huh? And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. I told Micah Diaz this He's like what the fuck made you do that I was like I thought I had it yeah. I thought I was that guy I thought I was him Little did I know yeah, I was guy, not bro. that guy <laughs> <laughs> It was not him Almost was like bro You older now You thought you would have learned But like bro, we didn't have a skyline yeah. When I was younger bro I just got this shit now But uh, That shit bro It's nonsense Pure nonsense So you compete with the car I just I get. What would you consider competing Like you go drift racing no, I, I have fun. I'm not like a. I'm not. I'm a dude that is that can drift. I'm not a dude that does drift. Okay. So the way I put that is like you know there's dudes that race, but then there's racers. Like, yeah. bro, I just be out there fucking around having a good time. Like, like they the one thing to do at a taxi garage. He's like you the burnout guy, huh? I took that personal. Uh, I took that personal because I'm trying to sit here learn to drift. This shit ain't easy. This shit mm. because the thing is, like, question. I, yes. How do you win a drift race? It's proximity, angle and speed. So I commentate Hot Pit Hotto Fest and I've studied drifting here and there. So people will be like, well, how? it's like ice skating. Proximity, how close you are to stuff. Speed, how fast you're going, angle. Um, a lot of people see backwards entries. That's a no-no because that's an unchaseable lead. Unchaseable lead means if you tandem in with me and I throw a backwards entry, two people can't go backwards. In a sense, of we're side by side. If we both yeah. go backwards, somebody gonna spin out.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, how close you can get to wall. I know FD has a rule. It's like, damn, there, there go it's, Optimus y- Prime y- and his y- boys. Y- um, <laughs> how close you can get to the wall without hitting the wall. If you hit the wall, it's kind of like a deduction. So everything, like, if you notice, like, there's three levels of drifted. You got grassroots, pro-am, and then you got pro. Most of the dudes who do grassroots... What happens is they eventually want to do pro-am because like, I've been driving all this time. I lead a little competition. Mm. Then you get into that pro-am level, and it's like, damn, I'm in pro-am now. Like, what's going on? And then you taste you taste the competition, but then you taste failure. But then when you make it to pro, then you're in the upper echelon. You've been with dudes, Chris Forsberg, 15 years plus. Frederick Osbo, 15 years plus. Damn. Ryan Turk, 15 years plus. Chelsea denofa 15 years plus. So it's like now you with those big dogs that started where you started, but got factory sponsors. Uh, what's it? Ryan Turk on Papadakis' team, Chelsea Dinofa, Ford, Chris uh, Chris Forsberg, Nissan, Frederick Osbo, Toyota. But you figure all those dudes started from from where we started from, bottom, just yeah. just little ain't shit, little dick, motherfuckers. <laughs> But then and then and then evolves and evolves and then and then that's what it is. Damn, it gets very expensive on Formula cars are expensive, bro. You see how many tires are in here? Yeah, you got a lot of sets, bro. There's mind you, there's dudes that go through this just in practice. Damn, and even even with the help, even with the sponsorships, tires still get expensive. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit you in here and lie and be like, yeah, I get a lot of shit for free, and it's nice to get it for free. But everything comes for a price, and then everybody, this is this is what happens. And people don't understand. And I hate to say this. Professional racers come up to me like, "Man, fuck you!" I'm like, "What would I do? You taking you taking what we need." And I'm like, like explain like, bro, you don't you don't go as hard as me. You don't drive as good as me. And you getting all this free shit. And then I'm like, "All right, bet go and go and get a crowd hype. Get twenty thousand people hype. You can't. Yeah, go be a personality. You can't. Not saying that I am, but there's a level of there's a borderline level of entertainment." In racing, you need to keep. There's very few people that can do it. And they don't understand that, like, all right, cool. If I give you this product, can you deliver what this product is in an entertaining way? No. So, unfortunately, you can't get the shit I can get. Unfortunately, you want to be race car driver, man, with no personality. You got the personality of a saltine cracker. Nobody (laughs) wants to hear that shit. Hello, my name is Jim Jones, and I like phones and phone cases. Fuck I ain't gonna buy a phone case from you. I'm gonna fucking buy my phone case. That shit durable as shit. Damn, that nigga just threw his phone. You goddamn right I did. Damn. Because I believe in that shit. Thank you. But yeah. that's that's Move. that's Move. what they don't they don't understand. Yeah. And unfortunately, we are in the space of automotive where unfortunately a lot of drivers programs are going, you're gonna to start to see them being pulled back. And unfortunately, more people like me will be pushed forward. And what they don't understand is you got a lot of old timers like, man, that's some bullshit. Well, instead of complaining, adapt. Yep, That's what I did. I used to be the dude. I was just talking to my cousin. We was literally here like an hour ago. I was like, man, I hate kids that rev at meets. Sure enough, I go to a meet in the 34, I start revving. But it's under, but, but, it's, but it's understanding there's a time and a place. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to the local meet that you, like, you, bro, you put all your heart and your soul asking the, the the this business, can I use your parking lot? I'm not about to come fuck up your shit. That's not nice. But there's places where you see, like, all right, if this super car is revving... I'm a rev just yeah. a little bit. I got a little, little go juice in me. I start revving and all that shit, but it's like it's like out of a movie, bro. You pull up, start revving. Yo, what's up, man? Yeah, How's it yeah, going? Yeah. Whoop-de-whoop. Man, that shit tight. blah blah But it's like, but that's the time and the place and understanding that. And if these drivers understood, you got to be out here with the people. You can't just drive from the comforts of your track, go back home, kiss your wife and kids. Like, no, nah, you want these people to like you, you got to be with the people. Like I tell people, I'd be in the streets, not in the streets, but I'd be at the car meets, the the smallest of car meets I'll go to because I don't give a fuck about the cars. Like I said, I give a fuck about the people. I want to see you and your Scion TC with a turbo on it. What the fuck made you put a turbo on a Scion TC? And it usually be the story, man, I wanted to show the Honda kids up. I talked to the Mazda Speed 3 dudes. Man, I wanted to be short the WRX dudes. I respect it. I can't hate on you because you want to be different and you got something. Do what you do, Playboy. Yeah. And that's and that's pretty much it. If we learned to teach the new drivers, which are all the kids, what you got to do, they think they could just turn on the camera and do it. You could. Like I tell every like I tell every kid that comes up to me, like, bro, I want to work with you. I'm like, bro, I don't know how long watch I got left at Hoonigan. You could take my job tomorrow and I would gladly teach you how to like do all of this. Right. There's no way that I could like really teach you because you just got to get comfortable with being on camera. I was never comfortable being on camera, but I had to adapt. The first day on the job, Vin told me we're going to put you at Formula Drift. Huh? Like, yeah, you got mm. eight stops to travel. <laughs> I'm standing here just clean this day. I'm looking at your mans right here. It's hundred people in the back I'm talking to James Dean Peter Vincic, and 18 and we talking to them but it was an understanding like the way I got comfortable maybe this will help you whoever you talking to like I'm looking at my man's over here yeah so if I'm looking at your man's over here eventually this camera start to fade then it's like we having a normal conversation yeah. like this whole time you see I've been talking to you and then I look over here and then I look over there because I'm looking at her and I'm looking at him these cameras just happen to be pieces here that I don't even notice yep. but that's how I condition myself even in live events what we do is like people are like, aren't you nervous of public speaking? I learned it in high school. Mr. Laughlin, my 11th grade history teacher. Shout out, Mr. Laughlin. Shout out to that motherfucker. I DM'd <laughs> him on MySpace on Facebook. Never got back to me, but he know I'm out here. Uh, <laughs> he made us sing the um, Schoolhouse Rock, uh, We the People Direct Declaration of Independence in front of the whole school. And he's like, if you can do this, you can do anything. And I didn't realize how much of an effect that would have because when you do live events, as weird as it sounds, it's a gang of people, but they start to look like dots. Mm. They don't no longer look like people to me. Not disrespecting the people, but in my head, I got a job to do. And if I start saying, uh, uh, it frees up like Eminem and 8 Mile, then get this (laughs) motherfucker out of here. Get him out right now. Yeah, yeah. But as but that's the thing, like I still treat those people like people. People know, like if somebody don't get something, I'll give the shirt off my back. I want everybody to feel included. I don't want you to feel left out. Right. I'll talk to every person there, dap every person up, listen to every. I've heard every story. Man, I watch you on the TV. Me and your family watch you on TV. I that's man, that's a blessing, bro. My job, you get to watch me have fun. And they're like, "What's it like working here?" I ain't gonna lie, it's nice. My job ain't a normal job. I don't clock in. Yeah. I start the day with a burnout, (laughs) take a 30-minute shit, walk into a (laughs) meeting, listen about cars, go back and do another burnout. But then business has to happen. Then we sit in the meetings. Here's this proposal. Here's this proposal. Here's this proposal. Yeah, it's all sunshine and rainbows, but my stress is different than your stress. For example, what I tell people when there's no clock in, clock out, bro, at the middle of the night, messages Hey, we need you to watch the video that you just made reviews. Is there any changes you need? Hey, there's a mid-roll integration in your video. You have to watch this, make sure everything flows together. Mind you, this is this is I'm least stressed. There's people stressing, there's editors. They edit in three o'clock in the morning. Nobody Damn, thinks about the editors. Yeah. Nobody thinks about, for example, you got two cameras, three mics. He gotta sync all this, he gotta look at two different things, do all of this, that. Like, bro, yeah, I respect that. Like when I made my vlogs and I'm like in car footage. Then it'd be like passenger footage and then it'd be out car footage. I got to get the in-coat, the in-car GoPro with the, with the guest, with the sound of the car all synced Mm -hmm. together, bro. And I'd be struggling and I'd be like, and I'm using (laughs) iMovie. I'd be in there like this. There are people with (laughs) Premiere and that's the levels where people don't, people don't think about that. People don't think like when you do the sound check, they don't know what the clap is for. Make sure all that shit's synchronized. They don't think about like, I'll just see it in movies. And that's why shout out to your mans. Without, like, I tell everybody from the warehouse workers to the editors to the motherfucking janitor lady, like, without you, there is no me. Right. I tell the warehouse workers every day, they packing clothes, bro. I appreciate y'all. They be like, we appreciate you. Like, you don't understand. I've been where you've been. I worked at Amazon. I had ain't shit hood niggas telling me I ain't shit. Yeah. So I know what it's like to be ain't shit, but I know I'm the shit. (laughs) You feel me? Like, I I know I'm the shit in a sense, like, I'm not better than nobody here. Anybody on this earth can breathe the same air I breathe. I can get taken out like this. This car can fall on the top of my head and I'm like, "Damn, that shit hit him." Hold on, hold on. Yeah, no, you fine, you fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. But but that's the thing like every opportunity can, can be could be taken in a blink of an eye. That's why I'm grateful for all the pieces. Nobody thinks about the dude at the craft service who's when I show up on set like, "Who who got all these snacks?" Mm, I just eat them. Nobody think about, "Okay, when you need new clothes, what do you need?" Like what size are you? This shit's already there. And that's what I'm very appreciative of. Every day I remind myself, Home Depots is everywhere. There's a cart waiting for me to get pushed. Ooh. If I need if I yeah. if if this don't work out and if I don't act right, I gotta go back to building F-35s. Ooh. And that's my motivation. That's why I don't get jaded. That's why I say, fuck these cars. I love these people. Because yeah. these people make these cars. Thanks. I done seen people. Thanks, Bust their ass, get their car to this versus that. Like literally, like bro, just drove here from New York. Spent all night in the hotel parking lot fixing the car. I was like, I saw you, I, <laughs> I, I saw you, and they never. And it's never why you didn't help, bro. You that's, when you in the zone. I don't want to like when we in, when we hear zoning.
1: We I don't
0: yeah. want to hear when well, my girlfriend, my girlfriend welds. She made the exhaust on my car. That's her welder right there. Yo, that she's sitting next to. That's yeah. her shit. When she in the zone, I don't be like, hey babe, what you doing? Like leave her alone. Let her do her thing. Leave Matt alone. Let him do his thing. Let my cousin do his thing. When I'm when I'm driving, talking shit, nobody says, "Hey, Gary, uh, we think you should uh, not say this." But like, fuck the fuck off! I wish you would. I wish you would stop me in the middle. But but that's the things you gotta like. Gotta be locked in to whatever you are doing.
1: Yeah. Who's your main sponsor for tires? Vitor. Chris
0: Chen at Vitor used to be federal. It's all in the same warehouse, federal tires. So it's federal tires. I had Falcon for a bit, but that was like through Hoonigan. And then like, unfortunately the program didn't work out for the budget for me. I understand that, bro. All you do is burnouts. I can understand that. You don't want to, you already got, you already got pro drifters. You don't need me. Understandable. So when Chris Chen approached me, I remember back in the day I went in there like trying to get a sponsorship. Didn't know I went in there with a game boy. I was playing fucking. Pack. Um, I was playing uh, Pokemon Red. This was. Huh. This wasn't even that long ago. I was just playing it to play it. I had it on me. And he's like, "What's up, man?" I was like, "Hey, I'm here for the tire sponsor." He's like, "Man, we, what the fuck are you here for, bro? We can't make this work right now, but it's because of the budget." Yeah, people don't understand. There's a budget for everything, and he didn't have an allocated budget. Now we move fast forward. That was same time, 2017, 2018. We move forward. He helped me out with tires. He like, "Hey, man, can you test these tires out at the burnyard?" Bet easy and this is what people don't understand and i hate and i hate to be this guy when it comes to the color of your cars when it comes to whatever you do remember everything in motorsports is moving anything black is gonna look like a blur mm. anything white is gonna look like a blur so the number one people well your cars are green but you saw it right
1: yeah Ooh, damn!
0: you gotta write that down that's and that it's just, just free game right now. If Bars. You, if you want, if you want to be seen, if you want to get this shit, you got to be seen. You know what I'm saying? Damn. When I'm outside doing a burnout in my cars, or you see me zoom by with Cell and Goku Black on the side, but damn, that's the motherfucker <laughs> with the skyline with the Dragon Balls. You on it? You goddamn right. Yeah. Those are you called attention right. seekers. That's the number one thing. Everything, like I say, look good, feel good, sound good. You can't say my cars don't sound good. You can't say they don't, they look good to to an extent, but you can't say they don't feel good. Like when I start, I tell people, when I turn my LS swap car on, it vibrates at the right temptations that get any female or dude horny. They just just do that. But that's what they don't understand. LS, man. You can't go wrong. Honestly, bro, I used to be an LS hater. I sit here as I breathe. Uh, I hated LS. (laughs) I used to be the dude, LS swaps, LS swap. But then, have you ever drove one? No. Then I then I did my swap. As when we took my grandfather's engine apart, I'm sitting here like, bro, ain't no way it's this easy. Ain't no way it's just tens and twelves. And like, 10, yep. 12, 10, 12, all right, 14, heads off. All right, fuck it, let's do the bottom end. 10, 12. Yep. What? That's it? That, I'm like, this is it. Water pump, whole accessory driver. <laughs> Me and my girl broke down that the burnt engine in 30 minutes. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, bro, ain't no way. So. My first LS Fest 2018, I was like, what's LS Fest? I remember my first on like site duty. We got to promote LS Fest. I don't like LS engines. i never forget the day Zach looked at me. He said, motherfucker, you get paid, right? He said, yeah, <laughs> then you like LS engines. And I was like, oh. He didn't,
1: oh. T- he didn't tell you to push that cart?
0: Huh? No, no, no. No, no. no. That's the one The one thing. like I give mm. props to a lot of people at Hoonigan. They understood what who I was. Zach Murtis, I'll be fucking up his last name, but Zach took me, he took me as his project. He was like, Gary, we're gonna mold you into what you can be. And then if I was out without Zach, there wouldn't be no Rant Wednesday. Because well, mm. i never forget, he came up to me, he's like, I want you to write 10 themes on a piece of paper that make you angry. Just try to, just like, he's like, what makes you angry, Gary King Jr., just fire off. And I was that's like, what? No, <laughs> no, it was, it was Truck Mount Wings. Oh, it was my trunk mount wings. I was like, I hate trunk mount wings, this, that, and the other. But that built me up for the LS, for the LS yeah. shit. And then after I went to LS Fest, I was like, this shit's still whack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this shit's garbage. I'm sitting here like, man, everything sounds like an LS, it's LS Fest. But then I learned to adapt. I learned the culture. I learned the people. I learned the engine. And then here we are, five years later, got an LS swap Skyline. Damn. Got an LS3 coming. Might have a Texas speed L S engine for my E forty six. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's like you can't fight the process.
1: Yeah. You know, it's crazy too, like the five three, I mean the four eight, five three, five seven, six oh, six two. It's like some what parts are mostly interchangeable, you know? Especially with the blocks, the pistons you know
0: and that's what i learned from building this engine it's a so this is an aluminum block 5.7 out the c5 corvette 99 so i think that's the first year they introduced this, the the ls engine when, when we moved out of, i think those the lts and shit mm-hmm. we moved out of that to the ls and i was like bro this shit nice this shit real nice and it's like bro instant like because i'm used to inline six so it's a, then it's a little build up Jay-Z's got a little bit, I won't lie, Jay-Z's got a little bit more torque than RBs, but yet again, it's just how you tune them, who tunes them, and all that shit. But the LS, bro, you damn near, I, I'm I'm a sound stupid, damn near take that motherfucker out of any truck, just throw a cam, yeah. an intake, some heads, port the motherfucker. you 400 yeah. horsepower all day.
1: So right now, I mean, obviously you have the LS in your car, right? Yes. If you, if you were to build another car, would you go with B-Series, uh, K-Series, would you, you go with LS? Like what's your go-to motor now?
0: L- LS ls um i'll put it like this yet again kids if you want to be unique put any other funky dick engine in your car (laughs) i'm gonna just i'm gonna just put it like that and this is what people like well another ls swap another ls swap all right let's go to the leaderboard who's winning look at the last 10 years of drifting who's the top five three dudes got an ls Odie bachis matt field and it'll be like some random dudes. But them two dudes, top five always. Damn. Always got an LS engine or some type of V8. And the reason why I say go LS, they're plentiful. You can get them any pick apart, any dismantler. You got a homie yeah. that do some such Game shit. You'll line. come up on something. <laughs> but the thing is competitively, and if you want to drive, just go LS. Yeah. If you want to build a car that's different, I'll put it like this. How many different cars do you see actively winning, actively being beat on? It's yeah. hard. It's very hard. I can't see. like the K Series engine from the Hondas, very good. But think if you want to if you want to sit here, how much money does it cost for you to start converting everything for a K engine to fit in a real-wheel drive application? Right. You got to find transmission, adapters, seals, redo everything. Then you got to find ZF, CD, T56. Yeah. LS engine. You can probably go get one A 5-3 iron block Probably for like $700 If you really If you really looked You could find one for 300 yeah, yeah With a little bit of head tick in it And you could get past that Just get you a Texas Speed BTR Or whatever Comp cam package you want Put that motherfucker in there If you got enough common sense And some homies You can make that shit work Forever YouTube it boom That's it yeah. well, Bro I learned how to Disassemble it I typed in how to disassemble an engine and was watching trucking. Two white dudes, hi. I'm gonna teach you how to disassemble your engine. I'm like, yeah, huh? Ain't no way. Ain't no way this dude just built and I'm like sitting here, and mind you, didn't only watch the video once. And I'm like, bro, I got common sense. I disassemble airplanes and shit. Was easy. Yeah, it was easy. So as I live and breathe, people are gonna get mad, Jay-Z this, Jay-Z that. I'll put it like this. I'm in Timbuktu, I'm in Nebraska. My LS car breakdown. I can go to local auto parts store. Y'all got a water pump? LS3 water pump? We sure do, son. Here you go. How yeah. much? Oh, where do you get this from? AutoZone. Oh, warranty exchange. Yeah. And it'd be easy. Just pull back the accessory belt. Take off the little shits. It's off. Water pump on an RB. Water pump on a Jay Z. Water pump. On, most of that shit's internal. Oh. So damn. I'm like, I'm I'm about efficiency.
1: No sir. You see,
0: like, yeah. I need my shit now. I'm impatient. My car broke today, I need it fixed today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it's that simple.
1: On the Hoonigan show, what car fascinated you the most?
0: I would or truck. You wanna you wanna know probably Mr. Beto? Ooh. Beto's trucks. Like when I first met Beto and seen his trucks, and that's when I learned, like, okay, these trucks, I think he had a he had the 10 speed coyote truck built up and he had like Shelby interior. Okay. And I was like, he I was like, What's this? He's like, it's just a work truck. Just a just a normal work truck lying out the side of his neck. And I was like, <laughs> cause but mind you, I didn't know at this time there's like a, a influx of trucks. But mind you, the whole time, all of y'all truck dudes over here scheming, always, always wanted a single cab OBS Chevy. Damn. But now I got an extended cab OBS 3500, which I wanted to duly. Yeah. But I remember seeing dudes clean 454 SS on the side. My homie Robin Williams, his dad had one. He was a garbage man. No disrespect to garbage man. But I was like, he whipped that motherfucker. Yeah. Not whipping. He was just driving smooth. he get him a little lady friend Swain for and the Bane night. Or- Swain. Bro, I kid you. Every time I spent the night <laughs> at Robert's house, his dad had him a cool little shorty. He'd come over. he like, hey, man, I got y'all some Dragon Ball Z DVDs and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him, Goku. Get him, Goku. You. And in the back yeah. Handling business Smooth Stay But then Venice. But then the trucks Like when I started Stay Cause we Venice. had We had trucks Then it was like A downfall of trucks And then I say Not a downfall But trucks has always Been cool But now I see Single cabs And all those trucks Every day yeah. Every But now probably Cause I look for them But that Mr. Beto He was the one That impressed me the most really? Man's came with that truck Blown off the doors And then um, Rob Dom Uh, There's a There's a cup, There's one dude I can't think of his name but like that—that's I say normal. When I say normal guy, he's not like big on the internet. He has a a turbo fox body coupe. He dressed like a like like some dude from like a hick <laughs> shorts, New Balances, American t shirt, and he just was like he was dish. And I, I like it when I talk shit to guests and they dish it back out. Cause now it's like now I got to get creative. Yeah. Like now, cause everything just be I just got diarrhea of the mouth. Like oh this 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 and this, and it was never a sign of disrespect. And I like that. Yeah, and I like when guests are like some. Some I've had a couple of guests disrespect me, and karma get them, and they just cars just blow up. <laughs> they just they just blow up, and I'm like, huh, yeah. <laughs>
2: it's
0: a shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, do you like crawfish? Crawfish. That's the red truck. Yep. Is that the? Yep. That's the red truck that faced the, against the red truck, right? Uh, that's
1: the. the, the, the yeah, the 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 red i the oh, like a 2006 Silverado.
0: I think he raced He's that. Doing uh, terrible. I think he raced that against another dude with a, ra- the GTR. GTR. Yeah. Yeah. He raced a GTR. That Mister. I'll put it like this. Whatever Mister. Beto brings down, I call him Mister. Beto because I don't know him like that. But he a cool dude. Whatever. Whenever he brings something, he show out. Yeah. I I ain't never seen that man didn't, not show out.
2: He didn't do recently. He was he did a uh, a single cab Dodge at, and racing a Ranger. I think was it, or a Polaris. You know what I mean. It was it, he. He went to like I guess like you know, not
0: not mudding but like oh the disperse that off road. Yeah. yeah so when so. he brought so he brought a single cab TRX yeah. and he made yeah. that shit. And I was like, bro, like what is this? He's like, bro, it's a single cab TRX. He and he was explaining like a lot of TRXs when they shorten it the, when they single cab them the bed looks funky. But like he did when I said this man every T is crossed and every I is dotted. There is no stone left unturned with that man. That man probably hands down. Builds the best Multiple cars I've seen And when I say that There's no disrespect To anybody else Like he brings the same Like he'll bring something Different every time And yeah. it's fast as fuck He bought I think he bought Whistling Diesel's truck yeah, And he, he did. put he, it, he put his them. own Little touch on I'm like bro what's this Oh man I got this shit From Whistling Diesel I said huh He's like yeah Cat was cool I just came up and bought it I was like you just bought it Like mm. whatever Him Freddie LSX I love that dude Real cool guy um, There's man, a couple not even
2: that, he went crazier. He got a second gen. Was it first gen or second gen Ram? Yeah, he got the, I believe it's one, one of the gens, uh, Hellcat Ram
1: from Justin Keith in um, Kansas City.
0: That, you see, the, them, them names I don't know. Okay, okay, but sorry. This, no, no disrespect to yeah, you nobody, know, yeah, like, yeah, bro. Yeah. I just be, I just watch TV all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, but him, that dude, I don't. It's because Mr. Mister Beto, like, when I met him, I was like, who's this dude with this posse with this? Because I was getting on his boy. I was like, man, your bro's teeth is hella fake. <laughs> like, he had, he had one of the mouths that was like, bro, you got a little mouth with big-ass teeth. Like, yeah. he stole the chiclets right out the box. <laughs> and But but he knows I was fucking one. But it's like, bro, like, this, like, it's like he he handled business. Yeah. Like, it's, weird, it's not weird. It's cool to see, like, all the truck dudes, just like, bro, I respect y'all because it's... It take a level of, of insanity to, like, want to <laughs> drive a truck fast. Yeah. Like, trucks ain't, like, a single cab ain't comfortable for me. Yeah, But y'all are, like, dogging them. My hat's off to y'all. Dogging the shit out of them. Big dogging. Like, bro, when, so the homie came. Uh, he works at the AR Performance. His homie was like, I got a homie with a fast truck. Just hence that 1,200 horsepower truck they wanted me to drive. Real cool dude. Look just like your boy right here. A little, little stocky dude. Real cool. Do this all the time with the glasses. And I was like, how much power does truck make, bro? He's like, 800. I'm like, bro, how much power does truck make? He's like, only 800. I ain't stupid, bro. I was born at night, not last night. So I let him get by. <laughs> and um, the time comes. We need somebody to race Rob Dom. Show up in the truck. Motherfucker. I was, because I know, I know, like I've seen enough racing on this versus that to know if you're bullshitting and if you're fast. And he was, he was hitting me with the, like trying to, like trying to do the burnouts, plan it. And
3: I'm
0: like, all right, this dude is fast. Because I knew, I knew it was something when I seen the truck, he was trying to do something and the whole truck lifted up. Like preloaded and the truck, you just see lifts up four inches. And I'm like, what the fuck? But then I'm like, all right, cool, bet. I know what's up. He gets to the line, slicks not even warm. Takes, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh man, it's it's just a little 800 horsepower work truck. <laughs> sure enough, he's like, bro, I got the car, the truck from like whoop de whoop However, he got the truck. He's like, man, you can get these trucks all day for like fifteen thousand dollars at the auction. I said fifteen thousand dollars. Like fifteen thousand. not sure enough, I was like, "Damn, I wish I had fifteen Gs right now." <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? He got eight hundred in the front diff and the eight hundred in the back diff, bro. Whatever diff he had, in that moment, <laughs> bro. Sixteen hundred total, though. bro.
0: It was so bad, like Rob Dom went and put the Unicorn Kill Mode on it, like to 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 have somebody beat you, then upload a map that was made to kill Kim Block's car. And I, well, respectfully, like I want to decimate Kim Block, and he's still like. Rob Dom broke his car, putting it on mode to beat a truck. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a normal, everyday city worker in this truck, putting yeah. the beans on this. No, no disrespect to Rob Dom. He put a lot of engineering into that car, but it was like a certain sense of pride seeing a normal dude with no, just just a hardworking, red-blooded American yeah, yeah. in a truck. Got beat by a fucking truck.
1: <laughs> so we had Dan Rue on the pod, right? He's like, man, you know... Obviously, he got beat on this this versus that. He raced against the Mustang, right? Oh, like 2003 Green Mustang?
0: think so. think so. Yeah, and he lost. So Dan Rue, as, as as funny as it sounds, I talked to that man every other day. I seen him in his boosted Lucky Beef, and I was like, I want to get y'all on this versus that. He said, I want to be on this versus that. So I'm trying to set it up. Like, how can we make this work? We got this versus that next Tuesday. So if y'all stay a couple of days, y'all can come out and watch the shit. But I don't know if Boosted Lucky's coming out. But I, what I like about Dan Rue, he was just like calling it like it is.
1: Yeah,
0: And it's just like Ooh. I say it like it is. Like I tell everybody, and I hate to be this dude, when you go to Texas 2K, and this is why I'm, I'm, not, I'm not anti-Japanese parts. It's understanding Japanese car parks work for if you want to build a period correct time capsule. And they're like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. When you go to Texas 2K, how many HKS cars do you see? Mm. How many Tomei cars do you see? How many top secret cars do you see? And people may say, well, that's not right. That's not the time. Well, let's put it like this. GTRs, Lambos, R8s, and fucking and Vipers. Vipers, yeah. And them motherfuckers is molly whopping each other down this, down that. And then when you see it in real life and you see these people, I've had a couple Texas 2K cars come to this versus that. When you see a 2,000 horsepower GTR, Scoot on a non prep surface. It's something orgasmic about watching a car just because it just any drag race car, especially like when they move like this and then they just like so yeah, when they, they, dancing, they see, dancing, they dancing, yeah. like, they be like, and because it's like a scoot, yeah. a scoot, then it gets straight. I'm like, bro, in my heart, yeah. that shit is hot. No homo, like yeah. that turn a nigga on. I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's what I need to see. This is what I came for. Yeah. Like. I understand there's certain levels of racing. Like, I got to see Leah Pruitt drag race. I ain't never been to a real drag race. I'm standing behind this fun, uh, top fuel car. And I kid you, I kid you not, my eyes are burning. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm standing, because I'm, they're like, hey, the you, should, you should go stand next to the car. I'm standing here. You see where that black seat is? She got that alcohol. Like, it's so like, like she like, at least like from where here, to where your Tahoe is. And I'm standing... <laughs> and I got these heads, I got these headphones on, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, this shit loud as fuck. And then he was like, you see, you see, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, damn, damn, damn. I'm like, fuck. Like my sh- like people don't understand the closest- And your eyes are <laughs> bro. I'm, cr- I'm crying. I'm crying, right? I'm not crying because I'm a bitch. My eyes are burning, like you know when you get like I'll explain it. If you ain't never got like shampoo in your eyes and it don't come out and you're like oh, like it felt like that, and then it felt like a motherfucker was shaking me, and then my chest was like mind you coming up, bro. I, I don't know how to describe it, but when I seen them take off, like you could you could feel it, like bro. I ain't never had my toenails shake. Damn. Damn. i can feel my cuticles getting loose damn. i knew something was up and now and that's when all that old man talking you your fucking drift car 30 second burnout blah, 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 blah. but like at that top fuel level it'd be like bro you'd be like i don't know how to describe it like that shit hit so when them texas 2k cars come them shits hit because it'd be like Bow. and then they just go i'm like boom i'm like damn well, and then you see him throw it, but yet, yet again, we well, got to throw the shoot, got to fold it up, got to put, <laughs> put the shoot, got to date a log, got to cool down, do it again. Yeah. And then I'm like, bro, that shit hot. That shit hot. So for Mr. Dan Rue, I, t- I hit him with the bro. He was like, bro, he's like, I can't do, can't do a dig. My shit costs too much. I don't want you to do a dig. So what I was trying to propose was, and if it got, it got approved, but I'm waiting for Booster Lucky because there's a circumstance of travel and time. There's not that he's scared. It's just the fact that it's sudden. It's like, he wants to make it work when he wants to make it work. And I understand that. And I want to see them race. I really want to see grudge matches. Like I understand yeah. like the audience is like, well, this versus that is boring. I understand. We keep we keep giving you this. So let's make it interesting. Let's make motherfuckers who really want to race talk yeah. that shit and move that shit. Ooh, I, there's yeah. sometimes that we be there. Nice. I, I don't sideline bet. I don't come up on a couple hundred dollars <laughs> because I know who's going. I don't know who's going to win by because this isn't predetermined. Race is racing. Like people don't understand. For example, I'll, I'll clear the air. People like this matchup wasn't unfair, and I'll explain mm-hmm. what happens. People, we have matchups. We don't tell people who they gonna race till they get there, so we kind of let them know this is gonna be fair. Like it's kind of like, okay, what can you race? What can you race? Okay, you make about five hundred horsepower in a Civic, so you kind of gotta race something that's a eight hundred horsepower car. And then what'll happen is civil test, money shift. boom, mm. blew that shit up. Somebody'll bring another car, boom, blow that shit up, or shit just don't sh- or shit just don't start on the trailer. So now we fly by wire. Okay, you're still here and you're still here. For example, I raced the Civic. The little, the little gutted Civic, a uh, tiny toes, Molly Wap me. But I was supposed to race a BRZ. It's yeah. supposed to be like, okay, can a uh, can a modern BRZ, the new one, beat an old Skyline? That would have been great. I'm yeah. sure I would have won. But then this dude with the Civic and his his friends in the back, oh, you scared, huh? No, nigga, I ain't scared. I ain't stupid. Yeah. I know what a gutted a gutted built B series hatch weighs as much as you and me. Yeah. <laughs> Versus my yeah. Skyline, full interior AC, I'm listening to motherfucking All Eyes on Me by Tupac. Bro, I know I'm going to get... I'm going to know I'm gonna people like, well, you can't drive a Skyline. You can't do this. You can't... But I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. You can't drive a Skyline. You ain't never really raced a Honda. Ain't nobody remember back in the day when Hondas was like VTEC, B-Series, what they was doing on the streets, and then you put the turbo on them and little nitrous on yeah, them. Yeah, little nitrous. Now, now you got you a land cruise missile. You feel me? You can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. You ain't lying. But... But I understand. So, Mr. Dan Rue, if you're watching this, you know I'm on your side. You know the business. Mr. Booster Lucky, Mr. Dude with the Trackhawk. All those dudes know they got a place right here. And the reason why I want them to come to this place instead of going somewhere else is because we have fire safety. We have the right people around. So, if you fuck your shit up, on site. Yeah. Easy. Paramedics, everything. I'm not saying the track don't have that, but the track won't give you a platform to show off your shit. Oh yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You come to Hoonigan, you race your shit here, and this is what I tell people. And they be like, "Oh, doing burnouts is a waste of time. This is that and a waste of time." We're giving you a chance to show off your shit. And there's always a chance to come back. There is no never no. We can just make it work in the future. So say your boy right here, he got him a Trackhawk. Supercharged, whatever. I don't know what Trackhawks have, but he want to make it fast. He do it. Somebody say, "Hey, I noticed your episode got a little traction." We can help you out. If you go back, can I come back? Yeah, we'll just have you race something different. But now you got put on because all you had to do was lose a couple races. Yeah. Now you eating. Now you going to events. Now you blowing up. Now you're doing the Taquache events. You in the you in the <laughs> game now. Yeah. And people don't understand that. Yeah, it's it's it may be boring to you, but somebody ain't never watched drag racing. Yeah. That's gonna watch this. I remember when I used to watch Pinks as a kid on the speed channel Ooh, with yeah. the bald buff dude. So uh yeah. You're gonna lose, right? Get off my track. I told you. No no none of that. Yeah. That shit boring, bro. Like, bro, we, we gotta we gotta make exciting. So Mr. Dan Rue versus Mr. Boosted Lucky. Ooh, I know Dan Rue calling him out. I know Mr. Boosted Lucky. Like, I went and did research. I, yeah, was in I was over here watching Boosted Lucky video. I was like, okay, you about the business? i watched watching that. Dan Rue literally, I just met him at a car meet. We chopped it up. He was cool dude. Just dancing, doing the, doing the goofy, gyrating doing shit. Get a pipe of pepper. a pipe a pick a pipe. Doing all that shit that he can. <laughs> and I'm like, I respect it. But just know, like, if he want the business, if they want to clear the air, you know where to come. Yeah. My phone number 3, 3, is 5, 323-558. 5, Y'all know the rest.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Y'all come through, I'll make it happen tomorrow. If I tell the producer like, hey, we need to make this happen right now, they'll move the stars in the skies and make it happen. Damn. I don't want to see no all these cats, this will happen. All these cats talk all this shit. Rah rah-rah rah rah, 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 rah. rah-rah, do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want to talk shit? You want to race? You come right here. We give you a nice platform. We got fifteen hundred feet with a nice little thousand feet of runoff space. So whatever you car you got that's fast or you claim you the shit, you can come right here to Los Angeles, California, where the weather's always nice and run your shit. I don't want to hear, "Well, it's too cold to go outside." Bullshit. It's 64 degrees in here right now yep. in the middle of fucking December. Wherever the fuck you from, you can come. Yeah. Run the shit, do the shit. I'm be there for it. You get best best out of 3. Ooh. Bring all the spare parts you can cuz everybody be like, "Well, you, you And got- tools Tools, spare parts, bring your homies. we going to feed them. Bring your grandma. <laughs> we going to look at them. <laughs> <laughs> bring your baby mama. I'll watch the kids. You feel me? I'll be up there with your kids. Daddy lost Google Gaga. Get off me. <laughs> hey. Uh, DM King anytime DM me right now Boom. email gary.hoonigan at uh, gary.king at hoonigan.com if you got something fast I want to see it best believe if we can make it work we will make it work please uh, no boring cars and when I say no boring ooh, cars ooh. you know what I mean don't don't come up with me But I got a stock 350Z well you gonna keep it stock where the <laughs> fuck you sit <laughs> no disrespect to that kid get your bars up <laughs> maybe if you put nitrous on it put a fucking 500 shot of nitrous on it God. I'll put blow everything up blow it up right now you know what i'm saying you only bring it up just to blow it up you know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, some some people I, this back in the build breakdown days people don't understand people bring their car and they just before they even do the burnout boom differential blowout <laughs> like your dumbass decided to try to do a build breakdown on our triple eight r's are you stupid you gonna try to do burnouts and drag radios and, and do i don't want to stupid but that's exactly. all I got, bro. You can go down to Pepe's Tire Shop, get you some used 245, 40 18s right now for the low $50, mountain balance for both of them, because he need them out and you need them going and just blow on a smoke yeah. show. So, yeah, I, I, like I got that. every formula. Every excuse you got, I got an answer for it. Bro, I ain't got no gas money. Work overtime. Get a loan. Yeah. I ain't got no car, nigga. Hellcats exist. You can get you a Hellcat right now. 39.9% interest for the next 15 years. God Damn. damn. You, you be rolling. It, you get <laughs> You ain't got to cut a dodge, man. Listen, listen, shit, whatever. I don't dodge. Just come up with the best formula. We'll give anybody a Hellcat. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, give everybody a Hellcat.
2: Insurance
1: five
0: hundred though. You Entrance.
2: get a Hellcat. You get a Hellcat. Everybody gets a Hellcat.
0: Everybody get a Hellcat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? How's it going? Hey, South Coast Dodge. Here, you need a Hellcat? Got one. Another sucker. <laughs> got that motherfucker. <laughs> You ain't got Hellcat money, but you want to look like a Hellcat? We'll get you right now in a Dodge Charger GT. Looks like a Hellcat, <laughs> minus the cat. No, the Scat, the scatty, oh, the, the scatty, the Scat Pack. Hey, listen, listen, young, listen, listen, young man. Listen, we know you can't get the Hellcat, right? But we got something next for you. The Scat, huh? But we could put the wide body kit on and make that motherfucker <laughs> look like a Hellcat. What color you got? We only got Nardo gray. You got any white? You're gonna have to pay a little bit extra for that. That's an extra 10 percent APR on that. Fuck it, give it to me. <laughs> Only they got a white got, body. Now you got the dude at the fucking McDonald's with the Caesar cut and the Louis Vuitton belt outside with the scat. And they're like, oh my gosh, Brandon, you got a scat? <laughs> yeah, something like, you know what I'm saying? Car payment be 1050 a month, 39.99% interest rate, living at the mama house, but hey, you know what? He got, it. Got he got it. He got it. And I don't I don't even be mad at any of these young kids with these cars. Get your shit on because you got to learn some way yeah. because if you don't get it now, you don't want to be the old dude with the 39.9% interest rate straight. You it know, while you young? You feel me? Don't go off fuck. No, listen. Listen, I tell kids, don't go off here fucking around having a baby. Kids will be like, man, I want to have a baby. For what? For what you want to have? Why well, I want to continue my life. My nigga, you're 19. <laughs> I ain't leave the country till this year. Oh I got my passport God, he, this year. Now I see that my, my uncle was like, bro, you, he was like, Wayne been bars over here. You got to travel. You got to see the world before you fuck off and have a kid. And I was like, whatever. Like, I don't have any kids I know about or commit to. But, you know, if you're out there, you, you, you if I got a kid out there, you know where to find me, Gary King Jr., line it up. Just come to the house. I'm sorry if I wasn't there. If you exist. My bad, bro. I didn't mean it like that. I Just didn't know you was out there. But like, kid, like, I would advise anybody before they fuck off and have a kid, go see a part of the world. I'm not talking about Mexico. I'm not talking about Guatemala, <laughs> Salvador, Nicaragua. Go outside of a country that doesn't border the, the United US, States. Yeah. Not go Canada. To, yeah. Like, go. Like, go. I'm not saying like, don't fuck. Go to Australia. See some shit, bro. Yeah. Like when I went to Australia this year for the, I, mind you, I'm on a plane, 16 hours sleep in a chair like this. 16 hours on a flight. Bro, I'm in the air for 16 hours. Ooh, jet lag, yeah. Bro, I don't work 16-hour shifts, moving around at the airport. I'm on a plane stationary, 16 hours, baby crying. Man, man, man. Bro, I ain't never forget this little Australian kid. Get up, he crying. Ah! <laughs> 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 and you know it's real crying? Because he he's pausing in between. Ah! <gasps> little motherfucker, get up. He do this. <laughs> Oh! He yelled, down, he, yelled, he yelled down the airplane. But my, I'm bro. I'm in the plane, right? Because i have got long legs. Boom! Oh, oh shit. he tumbling over. I get up like, oh shit, my bad. He look at me. He look at his daddy. Ah! He goes, hey, you got a oh, calm down, little boy. And I'm like, damn, a little nigga fell. My bad. I ain't even mean to, but I'm just long. Like I'm trying to get out here, bro. Man, 16, damn, Sixteen hours. hours. Like, every other hour, bro. Sixteen hours. And then we get off the airplane. Guess who crying? A Little bad white boy. <laughs> I'm in I'm in the airport getting Australian McDonald's. I'm like, what the fuck's a double Big Mac? They like, it's a Big Mac, a double Big Mac. I'm like, what's the fuck's a double Big Mac? It's a double Big Mac. It's two patties in a Big Mac. And yeah. I'm like, damn. Like when you see the world, and I'm like, I understand why like people tell you, slow down. Don't have these kids, bro. Go see some shit. Bro, I don't... I done, I just seen some shit. I was like, bro, y'all all drive on the right. Like, I drive right-hand drive cars in America. Yeah. Like, all y'all got is right-hand drive cars. Ain't nothing like seeing a right-hand drive OBS Ford pickup truck. You're like, damn, damn. y'all got out of here? They got right-hand drive Hellcats. Bro, I seen a right-hand drive Hellcat. Ooh, bro, motherfuckers damn. whipping a foreign. I ain't never seen a right-hand drive Hellcat. I'm eating food. Like, I describe people like, like, what's it like? What's the food like? They have, like, they don't have high food towards corn syrup. They don't have like what we got in America. So when you drink like a Sprite, yeah. it tastes crisp. Like You don't get that. You know, when you like spit oh, and you yeah. let that shit can linger, <laughs> you don't get that. Bro, I'm at McDonald's ordered a Big Mac. It's beef. Like it was like felt like I was at the homie house and you just sprinkle some Big Mac sauce on a on a Big Mac. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, eating yeah. nuggets. This shit look this tastes good. I'm eating meat pies. And they're like, how does it taste, Gary? I'm like, hey, bro, you sound funny. And they're like, no, you're in Australia. You sound funny. I was like, fuck, you right. <laughs> I'm gonna stand. I'm i said the middle of the night. I'm walking outside, like some real, like, some some real like creepy ass, like, bro, you're in the middle of nowhere. What you doing walking out here in my brain? I'm like, Nigga, we in Australia. <laughs> ain't not one black person inside except me when I look in the mirror. And so I'm walking down the street. Sure enough, flushed the toilets all in The Simpsons. Didn't flush the other way. I was disappointed. I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> like, the to- they Because the toilet, it flushed in. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, bro, like, y'all got to travel. Like, I'm supposed to go to Japan next year. I mean, ooh, next month. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm mind you, I ain't never, like, my, my, my what I say is, bro, what do I need to go to Japan for? I brought Japan to me. Bro, I done had skylines before they was legal. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it, I'm going to say it. I done had these cars before all of this. Yeah. I done made it my way. But it hit different when you there. You see the culture. You see the people. Like when they look at you, like NBA, NFL, nah, nigga. Like, <laughs> but that, but that's, but that's the difference. And that's, what, oh and that's what I want kids to realize. Just live. Yeah. Like y'all be in a rush to grow up. Like I never wanted to grow up. Like I just wanted to be a bit. Like I, like I'm only grown by default because of time. If time wasn't a construct, bro, I wouldn't be grown. I'd be 15 playing Vice City in my draws Now I'm in my early 30s playing. Vice City In my drawers You feel and, me And getting, yeah. getting a
2: pizza You know what I mean And, and the, I, pizza. the pizza
0: and the Stuff crust Stuff crust bro yeah, bro. bro ain't nothing But just like Like they say in Happy Gilmore Once you hit that big 3-0 bro All this shit All the lojas and shit This shit stick bro yeah. Like I've been trying To lose weight Getting the shit Doctor was like You pre-diabetic High blood pressure Cut Ooh. out on the salt so Cut out on the salt Started working Started doing the jiu-jitsu All that shit And that shit helped me That shit like People like Just take, take care of your health See the world If you fuck over people Say sorry you know, I done fucked over a couple people in my early life when I was younger and it got back to me. Niggas, I owed niggas money. What they do? Broke into my house. Ooh. They didn't even break into my house. People were just at my house. to casually open the front door, took my rims. Damn. Damn. How am I going to be bad? And I was mad. How are you going to take my rims? How are you going to owe us money and have rims? Fair. Fair. <laughs> you're right. You're you right. know what I'm saying? Like, bro, just yeah. like pay your debts. If you owe somebody money, don't dodge them. Yeah. Just communicate, like, "Hey, man, you owe me money. I'm sorry, bro. I'm trying to get on my feet, but don't give. They only gonna hear that so much. Okay. I learned that night like, bro, how long are you gonna take to get on your feet? Sometimes it take a little bit of time. Sometimes I owe the dude one dude money for five years, but God he, damn. But, I, but I, but I paid him. Yeah, when I sold my He's R30, yeah, when I when I sold my R32, I hit him up like, "Hey, bro, I know I owe you money. How much I owe you? He was like, nigga, you know how much you owe me. But I'm like, I just want to make sure. Like, you know, like, I owed you money for five years. Is there interest? Anything? Bro, just give me my money and we good. I was like, hey, bro, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to owe you for this long. I just didn't have no money. He's like, man, I understand. You're an okay dude. I'm just not letting you borrow money no more. Bet. get <laughs> yeah. him a thousand bucks and we, and we cool yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's just, it just be life. If there was there's no rule book on how to grow up, there's no rule book on what to do.
1: Life. Question. Um, this versus that, right? I do see in the comments like on this versus that, like, oh man, you know, like what's up with hoonigan, you know. You I mean you said it earlier. I just saw you s so, like, so so there's people say like it gets it's boring or stuff like that, you know? Like the Dan like the Dan room and, and Lucky. Think it would help the, the hype
0: for Hoonigan or what? Yes, no, because this because it's not this versus that is a series. like, the Dan Root capitalizing on that is understanding there's a pre-existing beef, and everybody wants to see that. Like, if you and your homie have a beef, they don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Like, but I'd want to see it. And, the, and, from my, and from my perspective, like, people are like, well, they're going, like, my goal for Hoonigan is to bring the vibe back. Bring that real gritty, raw, like, we don't give a fuck vibe, because I don't. Yeah. Like, I let people know from the jump, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like you just another motherfucker to me. You just have more money. You might be able to put me in the ground quicker. That's cute. But like, (laughs) what's up? What's up? Like not what's up. Like what's up? Like what's up? (laughs) You feel me? And so for the, this versus that, those are the things like, those are the things that pay the bills. Those are the things where, where partners want to see their brands, where they want to see this. And that's understandable. But what I'm trying to do, I want to, my vision would be because now it's like, Brian Scotto gave me the talk. He gave me the big homie talk. Like, I won't repeat what he said, but he big homing. He was like, hey, bro, we've been doing this for a long time. What may not work for me may work for you. So do what you do as long as you can do it because we, we have to do what we have to do to take care of our families respectfully. Right. And I was like, bet. But now it's like understanding like, yeah, yeah, let's have fun. I'm not saying daily transmissions will come back because at the same time when we brought back daily transmission, nobody really watched it. When we brought back circle jerks, nobody really watches. So in my head, I want to see what y'all got. I want to mm. see what you do. I want to see what you do. I want to see what you do. Yeah. And in a sense, it's like, let's go, let's go to somebody else's town. Let's see what they do. Let's go to Beto's shop. Let's go to Freddie's shop. Let's go to Adam's shop. Let's go fuck with cars in, in South Dakota. Yeah. Let's go, let's go see shit like that because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that have come here, but now I want to go where those people are. I wanna see what makes you tick. We'll she go to your local car meets. I wanna go to the south, shoot some guns, yeah. see some trucks mudding, all that. The Crosby flow action. Yeah, Crosby? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so to answer your question, I think with this versus that, it has a lot of potential to do more, but it's just racing. And people are tired of seeing racing. And I and I and I won't lie, I go through the comments. Each video that comes out, I read every comment. I see what the kids are saying. I see what the kids want to see. So that, like, and I also read it to see what they want to hear. Yeah. Like I like at the end of the day, this is content provided free for y'all. Y'all don't have to watch it, but at the same time, understand like, like all the shit. Like I read, all oh, y'all sold out. How? What are we supposed to do? Right. Sur- survive off selling stickers? Getting loans to pay for permits? Like no, like yeah. bro, like. Think about Jim Electricana came out. How much you think it costs to rent a bullfighting a, a bull fighting arena? How much you think it costs to drive a, a Audi on an airport strip? Yeah. How much you think it costs to have all those people? Yeah, that,
1: everything costs. Yeah.
0: They ain't there for free. They ain't <laughs> fair. Like man, we're here for T-shirts and Kim Block. Nah, this is my job. This is my livelihood. Yeah. Just like y'all, y'all not doing this for free. I'm sure there's a way y'all getting paid or y'all coming on a come up. Y'all know y'all about, you all like on that fine line where you could go back to what the fuck you was doing or you about to blow up and make sure that shit keeps skyrocketing. Yep. And I pray it's the second one where y'all keep going up and going up and going up. There's going to be a time. Like I tell everybody, there's going to be a time y'all hate each other. There's going to be a time y'all don't get along. There's going to be a time. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you ever again, but it's understanding this is business. This is our livelihood. We need to get this shit going. Yeah. All that petty shit, like, whoop-de-wop, like, fuck, let's crush this shit. All that But You have to feel the pain yep. to appreciate the pleasure. Oh, I feel you. Like, people, like, this car came here as a shell. Yeah, it's fucked up now, but all this shit wasn't in the car. All y'all shit started off as a shell. Yep. You, you the car, you had the wheels, you had the engine, he had the wiring. Now y'all came together, now y'all moving. You gonna have a hiccup, yeah. shit gonna break, you gonna crash, but you don't give up and be like, oh man, I crashed. And like, nah, suck that shit up and keep yeah. pushing. Hell yeah, stop, stop the crying, keep going. Because there's a motherfucker right now. If you gave them all this equipment, with the, they'll do them. They'll, they'll be out here singing fucking KRS-One <laughs> songs all day. Oh my god, I watch a dude named yeah. Buff Corral on the internet <laughs> sing songs and dance all day, <laughs> and he stay consistent. He people like you still watch him cuz he cuz he about that grind. Yeah. Even he some videos be 100 views, some videos be a million views, but he out there singing his buff ass <laughs> greasy in his bedroom. He be like, "Buff cross some, 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 some of the we going to get a song to go on." And I watch him. That's the kind of shit I watch on YouTube. I like to watch weird shit on YouTube that's consistent. Yeah. I watch motherfuckers explain comic books to me. I watch motherfuckers <laughs> make cooking shows. I watched the behind the scenes of cartel videos. I want to know damn. why this motherfucker got his head chopped off. Goddamn. But, it's, <laughs> but it's, the, it's the understanding I like watching shit that people put their passion into. Yeah. Like, I, when I watched y'all shit, it randomly popped up on my feed. And I seen this dude. He was like, Yeah, man, if you want to join our truck club, you got to at least have this, that, and this. And I was like, What kind of dude? What do you get for this? A sticker? But then,
2: <laughs>
0: like, then in real what life. He's been in? but then in real life I saw his truck when I was in Florida then I under then I was I went from talking shit to respecting the shit because in that in that scene where he's from if you ain't clean if you ain't top dog then you ain't shit I seen motherfuckers with half a million dollar lifted trucks Show up on the back of a semi-truck yeah. flatbed to just roll. Bro, you brought a truck on a truck to sit around fucking trucks. You know how stupid that is to <laughs> I me? See you, I see you, yeah. Bro, no, I'm at the Florida at iDrive. That's where I seen okay, your boy. Okay. I seen him at iDrive, and I was like, I recognize this cat somewhere. And I was like, yeah, you talk shit to him on the internet. And I was like, should I go up and say something like, I respect this truck? I was like, nah, he with his people. But just know, mister, I respect you now, bro. After I seen the chrome arms, his whole shit, like if you look under this car, yeah. like it's clean and this is a drift car. So imagine the left, like bro, I'm sitting here like bro, I'm about to zinc plate my subframes on a car I'm a dirt drop at least a thousand times. So for the dudes that are passionate about this, I am sorry that I talk shit to you because I didn't understand where you came from. Because all I saw was a motherfucker sitting here talking about you need to have your truck clean, nigga, please. But now <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah, like I was yeah. like, all right, bet. My bad boss, my bad boss, man. It wasn't personal. It'd be internet shit. So if I see you again in real life, I'm going to dap you up. I got I'm, you, man. I got you. I'm, I'm in the same crew. I'm in the same crew. Oh, you in this crew? Yeah, I'm in the same crew. My so. bad. My, yeah, respects, yeah, yeah. Crew. my respects to you and y'all crew. If we got to go fade one time, listen, just don't hit me in the face. No, no, no. I will I my sure. lickings like how I dished them out. You feel me? But yeah. I respect it. Because yeah. y'all have to have a level of dedication. Dedication, yeah. I'll put it like this my boy, Matt. I love that dude like a brother. His baby was born. We in here, my R34 four-door transmission go out. We doing a CD swap. His baby's born the next day. He literally be like, bro, I can't be here tomorrow. My baby's born. Bet, I'm not going to trip. Hangs out with his baby one day. Comes back the next day. We got to get this car done. Damn. That man spends time away from his family to come help me. Nice. real. That man bring his family to the track. He bring Melissa, little man, and little mama to the track. Uncle Gary, Uncle Gary, my daddy crashed. He did crash. It's just, <laughs> that's
2: what happens. Yeah. If you weren't born a little, you know, a week after the one that happened to accident. Right, <laughs> right.
0: That's what I'd be saying. And it'd be like we'd be, be the passion. Yeah. People don't understand. How can you spend so much money on a car? Yeah. Bitch, how you spend so much money on Birkin bags? Yeah. Birkenbag ain't never linked to Apple Valley. <laughs> Birkenbag ain't never ran 10 10 seconds down the street. <laughs> Birkin bag ain't never Gave you the joy That when you, you turn on your car You just ju- ju- <laughs> pow, pow Pow Right E85 cold start You can't get out that a no Birkin bag <laughs> Bitch get out my face Oh you guys are stupid You go to the You know You go to <laughs> You go to the club And you waste a thousand dollars On bottle service I go to the club And waste a thousand dollars Just get my car on the track For ten minutes And then break <laughs> We built different yeah. I breathe different I move different Your nigga can't link Your nigga can't link What I can link <laughs> At the end of the day When you're with your ordinary man and you look at him with his good job that pays over 100K, just know it's a motherfucker like me sitting right there (laughs) that could come to your house and do a donut right in front of your house with such precision. You could put your baby in a stroller and I'll do it so smooth I won't even wake that little nigga up. There. (laughs) I might be cold enough to hit a crab walk and push that little motherfucker down the street with the stroller. Yo nigga can't do that. He can't change a tire. He can't change the smart plug. He take it to a nigga like me. Yeah, He take it to a nigga like Matt. And we change it. And you're like, oh my gosh, where'd you learn this from? Google, bitch. You know? (laughs) And you're like, well, I can pay somebody to do it. Nah, brother fucker. Like, would you pay somebody to fuck your wife? (laughs) Oh, shit. Damn. Would you pay somebody to do the extracurricular activities that you're supposed to do as a man? <laughs> no. Like people be like, well, for example, females be like, well, can you build me a house? No, but I can build you a car. <laughs> my girlfriend builds you an exhaust. You can't cook? Too bad. Toodaloo.
3: Yeah.
1: Skedaddle. Skedaddle. Skadoodle.
0: What I need you to do is go outside, find a collection of rocks, and place them in front of you. Like, kick the motherfuckers and get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nice. Thank
1: you. <laughs> bad. Hey, so we seen you at SEMA, right?
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. Damn, that's right. I said, what's up? You said, like, I'm due from podcast. All like, my bad, bro. It was a blur. Honestly, it was a blur. A blur. I was screaming. I was yelling. <laughs> bro, bro, I want you to imagine like motherfuckers doing burnouts after burnouts after burnouts. <laughs> I ain't never been in war or experienced anything like that. But it was like, bro, I was like, bro, where am I? I go home, I wash myself in the shower, black stuff falling all off me, tired us. I put my drawers in the corner, tired dust But yeah, I did see you at the SEMA's. On I, TV? On TV. I seen you at SEMA on TV. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean, you see me on TV? Am I making shit up? I swear I seen you. I swear I seen you or a nigga that look like you. <laughs> oh
2: my God. We never, we never went to SEMA. <laughs> We never, we never went to see her. We, 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 wanted, we wanted to go, but damn!
0: So you lied. I thought we I sent you. All Mexican you didn't let me, you didn't let me finish. My bad. You see, kids, learn to let people finish their sentences before you jump the gun.
2: You didn't let me finish.
1: I seen you on SEMA on Instagram, mm-hmm. <coughs> and you were doing burnout. You were doing the burnout, right? <laughs>
3: all
2: right, all right. <laughs> Like I know we, uh, I can't say that. <laughs> say it. I, mean, I, I know we look all the same, but you know. <laughs> Bro, oh my god! <laughs> Anyways,
1: we see you on Instagram.
0: Moment of silence for being ignorant.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> I am
0: ashamed. Damn, it's mistaken identity. It's like, it's like it's like when people come up to me like you're hurt. Hold like on, I'm no, I'm the not. Alright, it's done. Pack your shit and go. Take it and go Get the fuck out We're playing y'all on No Where's the rocks at I need the rocks Hey the <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, right.
1: Give me a sec I got a massive headache. laughing Oh goddamn! Oh, this
2: is This is go hard for real Go hard at his finest
1: <laughs> Anyways We seen you on Instagram I seen you right <clears throat> Did you win the the, the the swinging contest
0: It wasn't a contest It was a gladiatorial stadium For people to exploit Their skills so if there was a prize yes i won because this in in a sense i won best sounding lf swap car because i (laughs) can't (laughs) matter that's all because you know the the thing was for me mr Beto again dms me he was like hey bro i could play you know what i'll play it right now for you no homo if i'm if i'm allowed to if i'm allowed to uh good good on the gas Dougass i make sure I get this right Mr. Beto Personally DM'd me And I was like This is an honor he Hit me with this shit
2: Hell yeah My boy Motherfucker sounds nasty After I heard over there On the burnout pit I was like Man what the
0: hell is that I didn't even know It was in that list Until I seen it With the supercharger I was like Oh shit I need me one of these I don't really get impressed Often but I was impressed with that car, so I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that setup." So right now I'm building. That's all you get to hear. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't, don't want do to. But that, but that, like, bro, when he said that, I was like, "Hey, yo, I'm me. You like my shit? Like, like my. Well, this he, how much it costs? What my car? You told him, huh? No, bro, bro, I, bro." I just told him my setup. I'll tell you my setup: built LS1, bottom end, JE pistons, PRC heads, Texas Speed uh, springs and retainers, push rods, Texas Speed BFD cam for the 5.7, Magnuson 2650 K&N four inch intake. Uh, intake. I run a sicky long tube headers made for right hand drive uh, S chassis. A Y. Three inch Y to a three and a half inch single exit exhaust. Single. But what people don't know, my car sounds violent because I have a non-turbo cam. I have an NA cam with a supercharger. With a supercharger. So what's hmm. happening is if people don't know, my exhaust air is getting excited from glung
2: glung glung. Oh. So what happens is like
0: glung. Ah, ah. So I'm like, bah, 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 bah. like it's it's ear piercing. Like like I tell people, like my car sound like a NASCAR yeah. when I'm on when I'm on it. I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that was the thing. I was like, bro. So to answer your question, the burnyard is for everybody to come together. And we show off to the people who have never seen this before. It's open to the public. So SEMA is usually a private show or you have to be like a automotive media, some type of distributor uh, shop or XYZ right. school or whatever. So people can come off the street and watch. There's a lot of people that came off the street. Some dude literally got out of prison. He's like, bro, I watched you in prison. I said, I said nigga, how you get YouTube in prison? <laughs> like like that, 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 that. But but he was understanding. He said, like, bro, you, I watched you in prison. I got an E36. I'm trying to fix it up. Gave him the license, the Hoonigan license plate, frame off my car. I was like, hey, take this. Dang. Hopefully I'll see you next year with this frame on this car. And he fucking teared up. Big, jolly nigga, buff, hugging me. I'm like, I'm big and jolly, but just imagine a bigger, jollier, blacker dude. <laughs> but... Um, but that's the point because people don't get to see cars. Yeah. You hear it, you but when you hear it and you smell it and you feel it and you get to be damn near that close where a tire blow off and you're like, Oh, I got hit by a tire <laughs> People would bait. Bro, I seen a there was a woman, a female, not a not the B word, excuse me. When I use the B word, that's from that's shit talk mode. That's from <laughs> that, that's from the eight shit yeah. B words. Like that that's not a collective. It's just, you know who you are. Right. But there was a woman on the front with a baby, with, with headphones, a brand new baby, like a uh, like dude, <laughs> barely had pupils. You know when the baby, they be doing this shit, looking like <laughs> Professor Xavier trying to <laughs> conjure up the X-Men. They had one of them babies in there. And I'm like, and this is what I And I, and I was like, this bitch brought a baby. Does a baby get exposed to this? This is so magical. This baby is about to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> because you sit there and it's like, rah, rah. And it's smoke. it literally looks like, it looks like a house fire. And I'm standing around, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I could just imagine this poor baby, little baby lungs. <laughs> He's coughing. Baby going to have mesophilioma. You'll see a, you'll see a commercial. 20, 10 years. <laughs> Were you at the Hoonigan Birdyard Yard between the years of 2018 and 2020? <laughs> Well, you may have a such a statement for mesothelioma, cancer-causing rubber additives in your system, but also it's understanding, like, bro, you see that sign that says "anybody who enters this yard, you fucked." Like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. But uh, to, to answer your question, it's not a contest. It's more like who can last the longest, no mm. homo. So, in that sense, it's like you bring your shit, and we hand select those people. Yeah. And they don't under, and that's what I tell people. This is what the internet says. Oh, y'all just tearing up everybody's cars. Where are you at, SEMA? <laughs> who's inside? Potential sponsors and partners. What do they want to see their products being used? So who's smart? The person who brought their car to the burnyard. Who's going to walk away with a deal? Or are you talking shit that doesn't have any chance of getting a burnyard? Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. I've seen people come there, walk away with an oil sponsor, walk away with a tire sponsor. Really? Church of LS, one of the guys, got an oil sponsor. Damn. I've seen people get tire sponsors, rim sponsors, because like I say- in a race car Zoom Zoom You see that You can't see nothing At a burnyard, I'm sitting there Left foot braking, Throttling control Doing all of this shit Did you get a sponsor? I've, I've got a couple people
1: Nice I nice. got a couple
0: people That's why In my head I'm trying to build An Australian spec car nice. They saw They saw what I'm saying You know what I'm saying Trying to do something yeah. What you doing? How many sponsors? I ain't telling you. (laughs) I I ain't telling you. (laughs) But it's it's, no, no. It's it's, it's a couple people. Like I'm working on. That's nice. I remember that billet RB engine minus the part I needed to get to that engine. That's what I'm working on. I'm trying to work on getting a billet RB engine so I can. The consensus was, and I told them this when I when I approach companies for anybody that wants to get a sponsor. What is the purpose? What's my return on investment for you? And how can I deliver? For me, well, I'm the guy with the green skylines, number one. Number two, it's understanding that I will beat the fuck out my car. Regardless, a lot of people build cars and they sit. Like, you give me a Billet RB engine, I'm gonna test that motherfucker till January, all through January. Yeah. The first time I got my car tuned, I did a burnout from the sit shop to the end of the block. Damn. Just to make sure my shit was straight. And then it blew up at Laguna Seca, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> but the engine was fine. Interpipes pipes, coolers, blow off. But what I tell kids is like, well, I want to get sponsored. What do I got to do? Well, you got to come correct. If you don't have a plan for this company, they're not going to help you. Right. Mind you, you're not going to always, for me, I always don't get shit for free. I get shit half off. Some shit that's half off, oh, thank God it's half off. Like when I needed a wiring harness for my car, wiring specialties came through. One of the sponsors, wiring specialties came through for my RB. I mean for my LS swap car. Helped me out. I still had to pay for the harness, but I was at a substantial discount. Holly, helped me out with my full, whatever I needed for my car, Holly came through. Sicky came through, discounted, came through. CPR engines, built my engine. Nice. Shit like that, that matters. And they want to know where are we going to see this? Where is this? And Because what will happen is a lot of times companies will give something, say right here, like, hey, yo, Omar, or fucking, let's use a random, Jesse James. Here, Jesse yes, James. She? Here you go. Yeah. Here's his part. What Thank are you, you. going to do? and I've seen people get parts and they'll sit Mm. they'll sit you see that seat right in there that is a booty hustler status seat how many niggas can say they got a signature seat Yeah. off of hard work they just want to know what can you do for us where are you going to show up not disrespected no kids if you got a clapped out fucking car nobody going to help you you're right. Yeah. Just clean, just I'm not I'm not asking you to paint it. This car just primer gray with a smooth rattle can. If you can show up with a smooth rattle can and your workmanship is flawless, then you can do something. Sleeper you, though, on the inside nice build. That's why yeah. I'll, I'll drop it down so y'all can see it, but it's like you have to understand there's there has to be a level of pride into what you do to yeah. get back from companies. Companies know that I'll talk about their shit. But they know if they shit is shitty, I'm going to drag them through the dirt. That's the understanding. If your products are garbage, I'm going to let people know your products are garbage. Yeah. And luckily, I've only had company. I haven't had any garbage products, which I can luckily say. Like NRG hubs and steering wheels, people used to drag them through the dirt. And they make quality products. Chris Miller over at NRG has went there, reformulated everything to make everything work. So that's why I run it. When there are people like, oh, why do you run this? Well, fucking they're down the street. I know them. Yeah. I don't know the motherfucker in Japan that works bell. No disrespect to them, but I don't want to run that shit. Ch- well, I'm going to pay $300 when I can support the homie. Yeah. He just uh, he just a homie. Support the homie. That's it. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> I want to talk about Japan. I mean, are you going to go to like the most popular drifts over there in Japan? What's it called? Ebisu? Mm-hmm. Ebisu. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, wanna,
0: I wanna. I want to, I will, so the plan, the plan I guess would be go to like Tokyo Auto Salon. That's there's, that's their I want to go and meet oh, nice. uh, Nomo Ken and all those dudes that inspired me and be like, thank you. And just like, all right, that's it. I met him. But I want to <laughs> see the people. I want to see the food. I want to go to little little shops. Like, I'm a big Power Ranger guy, Transformer guy. And a lot of that stuff originates in Japan. So Super Sentai, Zoo Ranger, and all the uh, Diaclones. Before Transformers were Transformers, it'd be Diaclones. I want to see all that original shit in mm-hmm. the original, uh, mm-hmm. original colors and buy all that shit. I want to be dressed up and driving fucking down the street in the Mario Kart and all that. I want to see the giant Gundams. You know what I'm saying? I want to go fucking go to a sumo wrestling match. Nice. That's the kind of shit I want to explore, but I also want to show the audience because what happens is what's happened lately, a lot of goofy-ass influencers or YouTubers, whatever, I'm going to just call them nitwits. A lot of goofy nitwits (laughs) with a following went over there and did some dumb shit. Mm. And then they fuck it up for people who want to see like us. So as soon as Japanese people see a camera, it's like, uh-uh, don't do that here. But people don't respect the culture. Like, I wouldn't come over to your house. Hey, where the food at? No, like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Sit down. Oh, I appreciate you. Are you hungry? Oh, sure. What y'all got? Eat everything. Like everything, <laughs> everything. Like, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate. It. And nobody <clears throat> does that. So I'm trying to show, like, even though I'm wild and I'm loud and outgoing, I want to go to Japan where I have to be docile. Yeah, quiet. Thank you. I appreciate you. I can't go in there and be like, where are white women
3: at? Where are <laughs> white women
0: at? Where are Power Rangers at? Can't be like, no, can't yeah, be doing yeah, that. Yeah. There's a time and a place. So I want to go and explore that. Um, going back to Australia, possibly to go to summer nats, possibly strong, possibly because if I pay my way, I'll, I'll get taken care of. Go see their burnout culture. People don't know, like, the Australian burnout culture over there is t- people build legit methanol supercharged cars wow. to do burnouts. It's crazy. Wow. Specifically so, just burnouts only. Just a burnout car. i actually
2: seen videos like that. They're crazy.
1: On M1? Yeah. Just M1?
0: What you
2: mean?
1: Alcohol?
0: Uh, all I know, I'm not familiar with, like, all that shit. Uh. I'm like, why you ref your car before you turn it off? I'm guessing because of the methanol. Yeah. There's a dude by the name of Gary Myers, legendary burnout dude with a 67 or 65 Mustang, big blower car, consecutive burnout championships. And I feel like the next step is to have burnout championships in America. But them Australian dudes are blowing us out the water. Look, he wanted to, like,
2: Go to the, the more into the Dubai, like you know, how they do these drifts like stuff when they drift their cars and they do donuts in the freeway and stuff. Um, like so,
0: that unfortunately for us, there's a level of liability yeah. we can't show that. I would love, I would love to see that kind of stuff, but then heaven forbid a kid watches our video, tries to imitate that. Mm. I saw it on Hoonigan, I saw Uncle Gary and them do it. Then he loses his life after that. I wouldn't want that on my conscience. Yeah. I'd rather them go watch. <laughs> fucking Tom Clancy and his boys do some Splinter Cell shit. That's how you you go do over there. Yeah. 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 I'll be watching y'all shit when it pop up. I'm like, y'all know what to do.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess my biggest advice for y'all, if y'all going to keep just consistency. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I could say for myself, for my personal vlogs and what I do is consistent, but it's just like trying to balance the giant H, do all this, that, and the other. Sometimes I do get overwhelmed. Yeah. Sometimes I need a break. So I took a break this year from uploading content so I can make sure I secure my spot. At my job, make sure they know I can do what I can do. So for y'all, just keep doing it. If
2: Appreciate there's more them, people
0: you need to interview or somebody that you need to get a hold of that I can help facilitate, that I don't mind making a phone call for y'all because yeah. y'all came here. Yeah, y'all didn't have it. to come here.
1: So what's the what's the future for you? What's the you know? I mean, obviously you said the billet motor uh, on the um, R33, R34, right?
0: Yeah, the thirty. So thirty-three billet engine. 34. I've got the LS. This guy
1: has so many cars; it's hard to keep up. I'm sorry.
0: Then I got oh, yeah. this, this uh, HR engine in the back that I'm putting my R32. So I'm building like a the, the 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 joke is, and I haven't told anybody. It is a JDM Skyline engine because in Japan, the G the 350 GT, which is the G35 here, the G35 in Japan is a Skyline. So Mm. this engine came out of a JDM Skyline that I'm putting in a Skyline. People like, oh, why would you put a VQ in a Skyline, bro? Y'all said, oh, when I put an LS in something, y'all say, oh, like what y'all want me to? What what y'all want me to do? (laughs) What want me to put a K series? You ain't never gonna please them, bro. I'm not. I'm not into pleasing them. I'm into pleasing myself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask a quick
2: question on your hatch. Um, So not really because it's you know it's kind of hard to put you know Japanese cars to the U.S. How did you do it? Did you just, you know, you got the car like that, or I mean, do you, I don't even know you can what say. What do you mean? Like, did you just get the pieces and then get everything back on the car, or you just got it how it is? Because is it, th- is it a 33 just or 34? Imported. The
0: 34? Yeah. The 34 came here. like The, the, the 34 was already here. Oh, okay. So right. it was already here. I didn't bring it over or anything. It was already here. My homie, pretty much uh, the way I got it, I was helping my homie out, helping him pay some shit. And he was like, man, it'd be cool to get that car in your backyard. And he was like, you want it? Like, let's make some work. And then I got it. Now I owe him money. Oh, okay, got, you, got and to, And then as far as like putting, so pretty much any swap that I do on Skylines, I base them off if it's been in an S chassis. Hmm. Most people don't know Skylines are just nothing but overbuilt S chassis. So I've got an S14 front subframe, S15 steering rack, S15 slash 14 front LS swap kit. Damn. So Lamar. like I've like, when I do this, I make sure I research before I do it the stupid way. And that was the thing. i put the LS in, it just went right in. No issues. I was like, I said, mm-hmm. I'd like, I would, so right now um, I'm talking to Throttle, trying to secure this Hellcat engine. I'm gonna put that in a Japanese chassis. Is that the one you posted on your story? Yeah. yeah okay, okay. So I'm putting, I'm, so the goal for that is to team up with Throttle, build a four door Japanese, like a legit right hand drive JDM car. So, like, I like Hellcats, but I don't want to, I don't like Hellcats. The body. I don't, the, I'm not a fan of the body. Yeah. I just want the engine. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so I'd put a Magnuson 2650 on it, make a thousand horsepower on E85, and just send it. And then after that, just pretty much like my guess, the end all be all. Won a Hako uh, Hako Hokoska Skyline with a VR thirty eight from a the newer GTRs. Put like the Alpha package on it. And make like my own version of the Unicorn if it yeah. was Japanese. Damn, wow. And then do like my own like whatever. You smell a little bit of Hoonigan on you, <laughs> obviously.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, but the thing, but
0: the thing was, it's like for us to get where we had to, somebody had to build a platform. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what nobody say. Like Ken did that. He did the he did all the Gymkhana's. Then he gave us a place to be for misfits to run, and gave us like a Disneyland for grown men of the automotive community. Him and Brian. So at the end of the day, like I told, I saw they we did the Electric premiere, and I told his wife, I never got to tell your husband thank you. Like the last time I saw him was when he brought his Hyundai by, and I was just chopping it up. We we're just we we're just talking about Star Wars and tacos. Yeah. And I never, I, I said, man, I appreciate you for what you did and everything, but I never got to thank him. Like, I appreciate all you've done. Like, I've watched you from when I was a little motherfucker till yeah. now. And that's so surreal, like, seeing you because I get to see you drive, get to hype you up now, and now you're gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. out of a blink, out of a thin air. And now it's like, now I'm left to try to, we're left, I wouldn't say I, we're left to, to continue your legacy. Right. Whether that be good or bad, whatever the audience says, they can say. Because they don't know the internal workings.
2: Right. Especially his uh, his daughter's going into it. In the she, driving, and she's driving. doing phenomenal. Yeah.
0: She's at a pace where, honestly, she's going to surpass him in every shape and form. And she's 16, right? 17. 17. She's wow. young. You know, crazy. Mind you, he started at 35. Yeah. He started in his 30s. So she started prior, way before him. And just seeing the progression, like, she adapts. Because when you're young, you just adapt. She's just adapting, and it's crazy to see. Like, when we were at SEMA Fest, before I bore you guys' ears off, I saw the <coughs> unicorn, yeah. like, driving. She was driving. My drive. I, haven't got, I never got to see that. I wasn't there at that time. So seeing that car, hearing it, I got a little emotional because I was like, fuck, like, your daddy got me here. Yeah. We're here talking because of her dad. Yeah. Her, her, His wife, y'all produced you. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Awesome feeling. Great feeling.
1: So what is the future for you as far as, you know, content influencing um, Hoonigan, the whole nine yard?
0: I'm trying to blow up and act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, keep pushing Booty Hustlers. That's our brand. Um, pushing that and the cool thing about Hoonigan, they haven't fought against it. They understand like Booty Hustlers is that's kind of like what we were before we got money. Yeah. Like we doing everything on a budget, doing everything we can and being raw and gritty, I guess in the next, I guess my five year plan is to just, I don't really, I can't say cause I don't, every day can change, but I would love to travel the world, get to a level of driving where I can like drive any and everything comfortably nice. and then just, just be able to help this company grow. It was never, it was always in my understanding. I'm not trying to take shine from you. I'm not trying to be the next hurt. I'm not trying to be the next Scott. I'm just trying to be Gary. Right. At the end of the day, those comments don't say Gary failed Hoonigan. It said Hoonigan failed us. So I'm right. trying to make sure that people know like we're here. Booty Hustlers is here. We're doing everything we can. I'm just, this isn't a one man show. I've got a team of people behind me that want to see this all work out and succeed. Like I tell people, I don't want to go back to a regular job. Yeah. Listen, listen, man. I tried tried to sell drugs once. I did not work out. (laughs) I will will let everybody know. The home, I was in a bunch. I lost my house. The homie came through. He's like, you can sell these drugs. And he he gave it to me for about an hour. He's like, give me back my shit, bro. (laughs) Give me back my shit. You don't know what the fuck to do with it. I was like, but you gave it to me. Yeah, yeah, it was just simple little errands and shit dropping shit off he's like bro this shit ain't for you <laughs> like just stick to stick to being goofy I understand you need money but we'll, we'll find something else for you yeah. never yeah. found nothing else but he my homie's like proud of you bro proud to see where you at and I'm like thank you he's like you wanna get pizza no cause I'm on a diet I can't eat that shit <laughs> yeah.
2: nah but this is definitely one of our dreams you know especially for me as a childhood for social media and stuff and you know him but talking and you know we gotta for sure, man. Push yourselves through and then we, we're joining the, We're enjoying the show what we can, you know.
1: Gary, <clears throat> appreciate you, man, for letting us come. Thank you, much. And your shop. Thank you, man. For
2: oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> appreciate you. Gary kind of <laughs> mad. You know, we came from Houston, but on the uh, big H town. Shout out Mike big Jones. Big shout out Mike Jones. Shout out Slim Thug, everybody. Shout but out to Johnny Dang. we would hate to leave, but we gotta go. We gotta, go. We gotta catch our flight.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. I'm holding you up. No, and no, no. Shit. no. A, it,
1: you're good. You're good. No worries. Um mm-hmm. Guys, thank you for tuning in to GoHard Podcast. Make sure you check out the full podcast on YouTube. Obviously, you're on YouTube already. And um, check out OCL Team Billet on TikTok and Instagram. Gary on King Only, King Anytime.
0: Damn, it's okay. You fucked up my name because I thought you was at SEMA.
1: (laughs) 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 King (laughs) King Anytime on Instagram, Facebook.
0: Facebook, just Gary King Jr. Okay,
1: and then YouTube.
0: Gary King Jr. Gary King Jr. TikTok, OnlyFans, Gary King Jr. Shout out your boy. Shout out. Shout out uh, few Pictures. Booty Hustlers. Ho- booty booty, booty Hustlers. Ho- you was about to fuck up the name. Booty, he was about to get I was clucked. like, Booty Hustlers. It's right behind you. Get the name right or I get your neck fucked up. Booty,
1: I did say Booty <laughs> Hustlers. Booty, I always say Booty you
0: Hustlers. You was about to say Hunters. I can hear nah, <laughs> them. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's you say, saying that
2: because of the camel hat. Oh, word, word, word. Yeah. word, word nah, word. but it's all good. Hey, check
1: out... Um, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube Shorts, Spotify, iTunes. Thank you so much. Thank y'all guys. We did a little LA tour. We got done. We're finished with everybody in LA. Sheepy, Yellow Jacket. King Anytime. Appreciate you so much. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace.